Hello and welcome to Tasks for Ramjack, an effort unyielding! Hello everyone, I am Alex, and joining us today for Ramjack is our good friend, Brad! Hello citizens, hello, hello! It's, uh, it's, it's the hot summer, Seriously, in the though. thick of July, guys, and it's crazy. Um, so yeah, hot. so hot, so hot that we got to keep it cash this week again. No, nothing ah. definitively on the docket to watch. We're taking a little, hey, look, guys, it's the hot summer. It's, it's, listen, this is not a time for Christmas in July. It's no. just not a time for it. It's not a time for it. This is not a festive time. Believe me when I say, I would love if we dove into Christmas in July. Head sure, first, can't. Sure. It's, but love it's to. inappropriate at the moment, yeah. right, Brad? It's just not. What are you What are you drinking, friend? I see a little. Uh, he wrote Brad uh, Rose a glass to the. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's a little uh, cranberry lemonade and vodka. Oh, what's floating in the bottom of that? Is that are those raspberries? It's a, it's a cherry. Got a little cherries oh. in there. Bought a bag of cherries this week. Interesting. We did too. Nice. It's it's one of Joey's favorite fruits. Really. I know, right? <laughs> hmm. They're very good, and you can eat like a billion of them in a second. But like, I'm always like, hmm, weird. Yeah, I was never a fan. I'm still not really a fan of cherries. Oh, like, I enjoy a cherry. Just the I, fruit. I'm planning to try. I was thinking about making a cherry fritters. Really? Some of those. Um, cool. Because I never see I them anywhere. Cherries don't have seeds, right? Or you can buy them without seeds. Well, yeah. They, they, uh, usually they have pits. That's yeah, a stone fruit. Yeah. Cool trying to think we've been trying to put things in smoothies i wonder how good a cherry would go good great i have to do it i have to go get those prepared after the show today guys even though we don't have anything from christmas in july it's still it's still a packed show there's tons of stuff to talk about school Um, districts popping off did you want to lead with that brad like what do you want to talk uh, about first Listen, we'll talk about the school districts because friends i got i got some i got some real school district tales but first i want to talk about a fucking game changer in my life okay um alex how long would you say i've i've had trouble sleeping in my life since i've known you Oh, so that was yes. I when I fairly got to know you, I would say it was in high school. Well, we did talk, you know, before then. Mm-hmm. But once we got to know each other, it was like, yeah, that was a common thing. Well, Brad just stays up late. Yeah. Horrible time sleeping. Yeah, horrible time sleeping. Um, so no longer done. Not an issue. Impossible. Not only what happened. I, I, what happened is fucking uh, CBD oil. What? Yeah, I'm living a straight up CBD oil life, friend. Really? Got a tincture. I'm in it. I'm in it. Fucking life-changing. Like, really? absolutely fucking life-changing. So describe how it makes you feel. Like, what's it work? So, I, I'm not familiar of how it's supposed to be used as a sleep aid. I... So it's because it's, you know, it's, it doesn't have any of the 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 drug or, or the fun parts of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just the, the, the more, uh, I don't know, the other parts, whatever the fuck. It's CBD oil. People know what it is. Um, don't know how. I, I don't I don't know the specifics of how it's It's the essence of marijuana without the fun. And right. I don't remember the without drug. Without all the fun. It's actually, like, the yeah. actual chemical. But it's, that- it's one of those things that I've, I've never, like, I, you know, I've never heard people talk about and say, oh, yeah, it's really good for, like, a ton of shit. Um, it's good for anxiety. It's good for, like, sleeping. It's good for, and I was like, yeah, all right. But I don't know. And in my mind, I was also like, I don't know. I think you probably just get, like, a little bit of a high off of it. And people are just, like, saying that it's good for these things as an excuse. But, like, oh, yeah. uh, no, not at all. Not at all. Like, I... I wake up refreshed every morning. I've been taking this for about four or five days now. Wow. And 
every morning I wake up refreshed as though I've rested, which I have. <laughs> but rested in a way you've never known in, yeah, in recent time. Never. It, like basically in eternity. Like even even like when I've gotten a good night's sleep, I didn't feel refreshed. And I, the other thing is like anxiety. Like I like I don't know for like this past few months especially with covid times and election times, like I have been like wound so tightly like just so so much anxiety and um you know barely controlled rage that like i like i would been pretty there's been a couple times i thought i'm likely to have a stroke this year it's very possible like it could happen i'm not ruling it out i don't feel that way now like, How much do you take a night? Like, is it just like a drop on your tongue? And it's like, it's, right, nap, it's like nap time. A, so I, I got like, they have two different uh, um, dosages. And I got like the weakest one because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this shit is. The first night I did one dropper and I was like, oh, okay, I think I definitely feel refreshed. But, um, you know, I was like, oh, let's see what two is. And like two, two is where it's at. Like, nice. Great. It's fucking great. What um, turned you on to this? Like, how did you? I don't know. Because like, you know, it's one of those things like I've been, I've been like, I've heard about it forever, and then like I was hearing ads on um, uh, the Majority Report podcast, and I was like, and like the the thing that put me over the edge is like, so this company Sunset Lake, like they basically they were, um, I don't know if they still are, but they were like the the dairy for um, Ben and Jerry's, and they're, okay. they, then like um, when like uh, um, like uh, um, Vermont when they uh, changed their laws, like they got into the uh, the uh, marijuana and CBD oil game. So I was like, well, you know, it's like Kings of Ben and Jerry's. Those are solid people. Um, why the fuck not? Yeah. And it's not that expensive. It's like this little bottle is like 30 bucks. Wow. How long will it last you? Uh, a couple of weeks. So I, I think, think that's I, a little expensive. I, but I mean, not two, not a, not crazy. Like $100 a vial would be insane. I, $15 to be well rested and not have a stroke for two weeks. That's that's well worth it. Do you think it's something you would use just periodically? Like, let me get my two weeks in. I mean, I'll see if I can get off it for a month. Or do you think this is for the long haul? No, I don't. Foreseeable future. Yeah, I don't. This. I don't see any reason to stop taking it. I mean, because like again, there's like it's there's no other effects. Like it doesn't like make me tired. It doesn't affect anything really. I just wake up refreshed and don't. And I, and I feel like I'm not carrying the anxiety from the previous day into the next day. It's like I, I, like I, cl- I clear slate every morning. I wake up, clear slate. So it doesn't make you more tired than normal. No. But it allows you probably to sleep through the night a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Are you sleeping longer? No. Okay, so it's the same actually, amount. I'm, You're still not yeah, getting enough sleep. I'm, actually, I've honestly been waking up before my alarm clock went off lately. Interesting. Like I feel like my sleep's just like leveled out and it's like good sleep. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's, only, yeah. it's only positives. Like there are no negatives to this thing at all. Cool. I've not. I mean, I've only I, I heard stuff about CBD oil. I've never thought to look anything up about it. But if it helps with sleep, I may have to turn my wife onto this, who also suffers from sleep problems. Nowhere near as bad as you. But huh. I would recommend. Still. Like it's. I because mean, I was like, all right, this, there's going to be something weird with this. Like there's going to be like a like a little bit of like a a, a higher like a little bit of like a something nothing. Like honestly, like I took it like the first night and I was like, and I did the one dropper and I was like, oh, I should probably definitely do two droppers the next night just because I I like I don't feel anything at all and I didn't until the next morning. I was like, oh wait, I feel well rested, huh? I'm gonna go ahead and try the two droppers. Um, and when I did the two droppers, I was like, oh, the next morning, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel very refreshed. But that's it. Like, that's all. That's all it does is it just makes things better. Hmm. 
Does it say in the bottle? I just have all the questions, and this doesn't have to be the CBD oil podcast, but it could be. Um, can you use it during the day, or is it like, hey, just use this when you go to sleep? Like, I what mean, would stop you from using it all the time to stay calm? Or I mean, you know, I don't know. I because I don't know if it really affects. It doesn't make me calm. It just I don't. I I don't feel the added like I. Like, I don't feel like I'm carrying all of the anxiety at constantly with absolutely no escape. Like, it's just released. So it's do- but it's doing something to you chemically then. I, but I think, I think it does what sleeping is supposed to do for you. I think that's the big thing. Okay, so it's like, giving you the thing you never had before, which is the rest that sleep. I think so. I don't, I mean, like, that's what you've been saying, I mean, I, yeah, but it's hard I, for you to wrap know. my mind around that. Because again, like, I'm someone who can yeah. sleep fine for the most part. So exactly. Well, like, because like I like the anxiety. Like I, it's weird because it's not like it mellows me or anything at all. Because I'm trust. I've been watching school board meetings all day. Um, I got plenty <laughs> of fucking rage, but I don't feel like I'm also carrying the rage from yesterday. Because I feel like so a- I feel like for the past few months, it's just been a steady increase. I'm just carrying more like anger and frustration and rage um and it's just building on top of itself and never completely subsiding but i feel like now it's like oh yeah now it just dissipates. you put the rage down as friend. it should it, i carry it rage only as it for should. <laughs> i carry the rage for a day if it builds up and then i put it down and pick up some new rage tomorrow if it, if yeah. it comes my way i mean way. i still have a trust trust like i still got plenty of fucking rage uh donald trump is the president of the united states and joe oh, yeah. biden is uh, the guy running against him so trust Trust. Oh, dude. Trust, Nancy trust, Pelosi's trust, trust. out there. Nancy Pelosi's uh, out Clinton there. still tweets on a rare occasions. Or I mean... Fucking Clinton's out there. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Maxwell uh, was about to be murdered because uh, she didn't get bailed today. Heads up. <laughs> Which Brad could. Pre- that was the last podcast? Yeah. You made a prediction that she wouldn't live to see the next podcast, and she still may not. I mean, there's days yeah. before this one goes live, we'll if see. not longer. We'll see. Odds are not good for her. Yeah. But I... I yeah. It's great. Like, I... It's great. That is awesome, man. I'm huh. I'm very happy that that you're living us all the benefits of sleep, but still, because you're only getting what four, maybe five hours a night I, normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that amount of sleep, per, you still feel rested. Probably closer to six up. now. Probably closer to six. I'm just gonna working from home. Oh, dude, that with that CBD oil, like taking the edge off. Yeah, it's great. You're living it's an awesome life, friend. Great. It's great. Like, cause like even before, like I was, when I was getting, you know, the hours of sleep, I just, it still wasn't quality sleep. But like, I'm just waking up and I'm like, ah, like I, there was a long period of my time, which is mostly past, but not completely where every day I woke up in a panic, like oh. woke up like, oh fuck, I've got so much shit to do. Why have I been sleeping? <laughs> like that was, those were the first like thoughts that popped into my head. Like, God damn it. You've been sleeping. <laughs> I really, I really wonder what life was like, and I know we can never return to it, but back in the ye olden times, where people slept for a few hours and then woke up and did work in the middle of the night and then went back to sleep and woke up, Aye. our lives don't, can't accommodate that, though I would love to see what that's like. It's, that's weird. I, I, did, I feel like I did that a couple of weeks ago. Like, I, I took a nap real early and then, like, got up for a couple hours and then I went to bed and it was weird. It's just weird. It's always weird when that accidentally happened to me. I, that has happened to me in years, like over 10 years, easily. Uh-oh. But I remember a few times in my youth just like taking an afternoon nap and like waking up kind of late and being like, all right, and staying up a little bit later. But these people, I mean, originally, I guess it was like in the middle of the fucking night. Like, oh, it's midnight. Ooh, let's go it up till three and then I'll just sleep in till eight, maybe nine. I mean, but again, different times, different expectations of the world. That's awesome, friend. Indeed. 
Um, now on the subject of rage, um, okay. can, can we talk a little bit about some school board activities? Just so everyone is, is in case there's new listeners and everyone doesn't fully understand, Brad, if you haven't picked up yet about the rage that Brad had, a lot of it comes from where he lives, I would think, and that is the insanity that is Florida, mm-hmm. particularly Orlando, Florida. Yeah, yeah. That's where Disney is too, ladies and gentlemen. Who yeah, opened last week or this week? Oh, it opened. It opened last. Well, uh, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom opened uh, last week. Uh, well, it, technically, there was cast member previews on Wednesday. Um, that was a fucking nightmare. Um, then they did uh, annual pass holder previews on Thursday and Friday. Um, I did like apply to get a slot for Friday, um, but then I didn't go just so I could keep a fucking Disney blogger out, um, as is my way. <laughs> Well done. Doing There's, my part. Um, apparently, Disney did a video where they're showing everyone is cleaning and like wearing masks and like waving, which sounds yeah. disturbing and oh, almost it's... like a parody of itself. I heard, I saw somewhere that someone put the uh, soundtrack to Westworld over it, which is hilarious. Oh, really? I, the one I saw, they put the the Shining music over it. Okay, that works too. Yeah, and then but they I, just because of course in the video, all everybody's wearing masks. Um, and the cast members are like, welcome home, welcome home, welcome home, welcome home. Um, so for the Shining one, they just put a bunch of people saying, don't come here. It's not safe. Please. I have a family. Don't come. It was really good. Um, but yeah, like, I, again, I, I still think Disney's probably doing it better, safer, but than Universal. <laughs> than the Florida obviously. School District, I'm assuming, is what you're about to tell us as yeah. well. Yeah, but like still, like. On the fucking, um, on Wednesday when they had the cast member preview, so it's just Disney employees that are, like, able to go. Like, there was, like, a video, uh, a photo that came out where they're just a bunch of them, like, no social distancing, all crowded together. Well, is that one of the safe places? I say safe places. The most dangerous place in the park where you can take your mask off and just get a reprieve from the the stifling, suffocating mask. No, but fucking Disney bloggers were trying to excuse me. They're like, "Um, just just to be for the record, I just want to clarify that um, what was actually happening here is one of the hand sanitizer machines was empty. So there was just a bunch of people crowded around a hand sanitizer. Like, that doesn't make it better. They're still, like, all on top of you. That's... That's no good. That the and these are the fucking employees. Like, no, this is bad. Now, what is bullshit is some of those people got fired, um, and some of them got in trouble because really? that photo got out. Um, and it's like, hey, motherfuckers, Ooh. this is like you're fucking. Rep- you are dis- This is like your Disney employees. You can't like be the ones fucking it up. Loose lips. Yeah. Sink ships. So that was that was that, and I yeah I don't I don't know I, uh, very very strange. It's a bad idea. Cause, like Florida is the fucking epicenter of COVID right now. Is Orange County in specific is real bad. Like we're like one of the top. Um, but I want to talk about the school board now, Alex. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Orange County, Florida, um, is the uh, is the ninth largest school district in the country. Wow, I did not know that. That's the top yeah. 10. Yeah. Top 10 largest school districts in the continental United States. In fact, like, in the top 10, five, five of the largest school districts are in Florida. Like, number four is Miami-Dade. Uh, Broward County is number six. Hillsborough is eight. Orange County is nine. Palm Beach is 10. So Florida's got some large school districts. It's got a lot of kids, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, these are numbers. These are based on 2016 numbers. Um, oh. Um, so there were, yeah, 200,674 in Orange County as of 2016. So. Wow. Yeah. A lot of kids. A lot of fucking kids. Um, so we're the, one of the largest school districts 
in the fucking epicenter of fucking COVID right now. Mm-hmm. Like, the highest fucking numbers in the country. Larger than many countries. Um, the state of Florida. Quick. Okay. As of right now, today, it is July 14th. Mm-hmm. Summer is full swing. It's hot. Now, wasn't the virus supposed to, like, calm down when it got hot and not spread as much? Hmm. Weird. Weird. Huh. I guess Weird. that was just, like totally uh, made up or wishful thinking and not based on anything. I mean, our shit for brains governor has been like opening everything arbitrarily all the time, so uh, no big surprise. And now the fucking theme parks are open. The bars and restaurants have been open forever. Like, it's not good, guys. It's not good. It's very bad here. Like, I am not fucking leaving this apartment. Like, no. No, thank you. So, obviously, the next school year is remote or... They're just going to well, take a year off and everyone's going to come back to the next grade and everyone's going to be given money to keep care of their kids and just like uh, well, secure as their you, income. As you know, um, fearless leader Donald Trump um, wants the schools back open. So, of course, his BFF, um, our fucking governor, uh, DeSantis, um, is like full scale ahead. You have to fucking open the schools. Wow. Uh, and, if a, and if a county doesn't open the schools, we're going to fire the board. We're going to replace people. We're going to cut funding. Like, I don't know how the boards are set up anywhere. Like, I don't know if that's something the governor can actually do. I, it's, you uh, figured well, that would be local elections or something. It, so I don't think they have the ability. But I, I don't know how it works in Florida. I don't really I, know how it works in Ohio, though I do know I vote for school board directors. Yeah, and fucking, let me tell you, friend, you need to, like, pay attention to your school board people, because, man, oh, manzy, some things can happen. Um, so today, uh, now, they had, like, a meeting last week with public comments, and I think, like, the thing is, last week, um, so they usually start at, like, 5, because they start, um, or at least they start later in the day, maybe afternoon, maybe 3.30 or something, but I know they start later okay. in the day, because, obviously, well, the idea is usually they would have them, because the school day is over, so they start, you yeah. know... In the evening. So Tammy had uh, given me a heads up that last time, uh, last week's, because uh, they had public comment, obviously, that um, they were also um, talking about the plans for the new year, since the idea being that we would there would be three options for students available. Uh, one is regular going to schools, like a regular, regular, go to the school building, catch a disease. School. No masks, no social distancing. I well passing they, notes. They're they're detention. gonna they're gonna they're gonna force they're gonna have to wear mask. Um, and they're yeah, gonna eat lunch at their desk. Don't. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. It's bullshit. It's lunch stupid. at their desk. Yeah, that's interesting. No cafeterias. Um, everyone's gonna have lunch at their desk. Um, now they are gonna be socially distanced. Um, you know, three to six feet where possible. Three feet's not enough. Three to six feet. Well, but they're also they're gonna take the extra furniture out of the classroom. How does that work? <laughs> First of all, what extra furniture? Like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess we'll have to get rid of the credenza. Like, <laughs> what furniture? What are you talking about? The teacher's desk? What? What's look that overhead projector? That overhead projector? That, that rolling? Timey. That old timey rolling cart with a TV? Um, gotta get it out. Get it out of there. Like, what? The the shelf with the books for school? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? The map? Shelf's gone. Map's gone. Globe. Get that globe out of here. Need that space so we can have three to six feet where possible. I'd like to think that the kids these days are maybe a little bit more savvy on their geography. They were not when we were in high school. Friend, do you remember a classroom where you could possibly s- spread students out three to six feet? No. It's it's not possible. We were on average two and a half away from each other most no. of the time. At there that. was no room. Like The classes were packed. Packed full of desks. And you guys are the largest school district. One of the largest 
in the country, yeah. top ten, number nine. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to be able to get those kids through the airport. They're going to be standing no. room only. Yeah, there's no furniture in there. They took it all out. Yeah. Now, um, also what they're going to be doing, another thing they're going to be doing for kids going to actual physical school. Okay. Um, now the ones taking the bus. Um, on the school bus, you know, uh, kids have to ride oh, yeah, the school yeah, bus. Yeah. Uh, Confined space. But they're going to open the windows, so oh. fresh air will get in. See, that's an advantage Florida has, because it's going to be warm there the entire time. Like, it's not going to get super cold. It's also the advantage Florida's going to have, because it rains, like, every day. So that'll be cool, 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 cool. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Get the virus wet, it can't spread. Like, what the you aerosol's just, uh, just inert. Like, ever, you, you can't put kids in school buses right now. We cannot have kids in school buses. It's insane. No, they'll like, just sit every other seat, Brad. Or one to will. a seat. How will that work? One to a seat. Well, they're going to take out the extra seat. Are, are they going to, are the All buses, the the buses going to do extra out. trips? Are we going to buy extra yeah. buses? How the hell is that going to work? Like, this shit doesn't make sense. So that's, I, so school, yeah, that's, that's that. Um, now the other option is like um, purely virtual, like which Florida's already got like a virtual program where you can do a virtual school and it's an yeah. all online class program. So there's that. So that's already kind of in place. Um, so that would just be expanded and you would just do all of your classes online. Do you have to get like one of those lawnmower man, like gyroscope things standing up? Because you said Sadly. virtual, that's the first place my mind went to. And I do Sadly. live in 2020 and I use the word virtual all the time. Like I know it's not supposed to be in that context, yeah. but the way you said it, Brad, for some reason, I just took I it. Wish. Oh, okay. I wish. So that's that's regular. We, they've got that. So that's an option. Uh, the third option that has to be approved by the state because it's a new thing would oh, basically this is going to be awesome. Would basically what is this? well basically you'd basically be zooming. You'd be going to like your regular class, but it would be a video feed. So it would be like a zoom zoom call into your zoom. class, um, and you could t- that way you could interact with teachers and the other students in the class, but it would all be digital. So you would be at fine. home and but on video, um, but you're still having that you know teacher um, involvement. Why would you need to have a like a signed letter from the governor or the, like the state or the county? Because it's a because it's a new educational program that has to be approved. That's weird. Yeah. So like this, like so like the state board of education has to approve it. When Joey did um, schooling the last two months of school here in Ohio, most of their work was just online. They did it all, but they still met like twice a week with teachers and like a small group of students, so it wouldn't be an overwhelming zoom call but then they would have like a social kind of like let's talk what's everyone doing kind of a show and tell thing so i could see something like that working not well, for is, little kids though no, like little kids like, that's not going to work at all it's, yeah it's you got to be old enough to understand tech it's it's crazy um it's there's no good options everyone should just be paid to stay home like yeah this is, oh, fucking insane. is that on the table like that's the real option we should guys. be like in a fucking adult country and just give everybody fucking ubi pay everyone to stay home take care of your kids take care of your family like don't die of a disease for no fucking reason especially in the epicenter of the disease in one of the largest school districts in the country so um um so they so, so last week the meeting was like I, I, again around three or five whatever um later in the day um it ran till 11 went wow. to 11 p.m because uh, there were just so many public comments they were like do not reopen the schools like i'm a teacher like i have medical issues like this is you will kill me um what what the fuck do we do <laughs> like like harsh shit so they decided on um, this week they would start the meeting at 12:30, which they did um alex like luckily i was able to be there for all of the public comments which ended at 8 p.m wow Co- public comments from 12:30 till 8 p.m over 100 people 
Wow. And basically, they like they took a couple of like 10, 15 minute breaks. Everybody basically got five minutes to talk before they cut them off. And they're like, all right, that, you've had your time. So, and they they didn't really they didn't uh, really discuss it any. They they saved that, and they're they're actually still going um doing that right now. They're still in discussions and voting and shit um right now. So. Wow. Yeah, so Tammy sent me a couple updates. I'll look at them in a bit. Um, but shit is wild. First of I'm all... I'm sure... Okay, go ahead. The, the people who would have the audacity to think, even just humoring the idea, that just to go back as as things normally would, mm-hmm. is just not on the table. It's just not a realistic concept of what you can do, especially without, like... Unless you, like, 50-50 even rotate, that's still not really a good no. solution for any of that. I guess they didn't. I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure those people were floored when there were so many people probably advocating. We can't do this. We can't do this. So um, of of the of all of those hundred plus uh, calls, and some people were in, there in person. Um, there were, I I'm gonna say two, maybe three people that were for opening, and of those, one of them was like, "Listen, I I work at one of the theme parks." I've got young kids that are like in elementary school. What am I supposed to do? I can't stay at home. I can't teach them. Like they, I need them to be able to go back to school. Like I can't, I've been paying a babysitter like, you know, over the summer, but like my babysitter's gonna be going back to school. Like what do, I have no options, uh, which the option is pay everyone to stay home and close the theme mm-hmm. parks. But so that was one of the three people that were, there was four opening. And then there was like, just, to and one of the other people that was for opening was like he was also just kind of like I mean obviously this isn't a good idea but <laughs> like wait did he posit his own he was like solution he was, no his whole thing was like you know we gotta reopen the schools we can't live in fear uh, but really we need a we need another option we need a better option because this online stuff isn't I don't like it it's not good for the kids they um but we need another so he was even like not for like just going back to school so there's only there was only one fucking douchebag that was talking about we have to go back to school we can't live in fear Um, and I think masks should be optional Uh, if anything we should have to wear face shields which then like a doctor called like a couple of calls later and it was like first of all let me say do not use face shields that's not as good you need actual mask Um, I do not I I, I, he was like a fucking like uh, child like um a pulmonologist like he like dude knew his shit and he laid down a lot of facts and it was like this is a terrible idea the school should not reopen um yeah he was great he was fucking awesome but it was wild like there was just uh, you shouldn't live in fear is one of the most ridiculous things i've ever heard in in context of this kind of argument yeah yeah i don't know if it's fear so much as living with caution because it's super dangerous yeah, but again, like that's fear. Those, those are three. The rest were all people like we. You cannot open the schools. If you do this, you will have blood on your hands. Um, one there was there's a couple of people I just want to talk about. There was one guy that was like they got because a lot of them. There were, I mean, there were a lot of people that like got really emotional and it was like really upsetting. To, like my, my I we have you know my, the grandparents are in the house. They're not in good health. We can't risk it. You know, desperate people like begging for options. Uh, and but but then there was some people that were like and there were some people that were um justifiably angry which was great but there was this one dude that i love <laughs> like he got, he got a little little over the top and he was like you will have blood on your hands the children that die will their souls will haunt you 
<laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, it's great. I mean, other people were like talking about like, listen, we're having to make our wills. Like we're writing our wills yeah. because we're teachers going back to school. So it was like, I, it was harsh. It was harsh. Um, it was fucking wild. Um, couple other people. Um, there's a fucking nerd that called that like, yeah. and I know we're going to talk about Hamilton in a taste. Spoiler alert. Um, but we had like two people, like a couple of people quote Hamilton, like like not too far what? from each other. Um, but this one fucking nerd called and like worse. And I'm like, I, I after listening to him, I'm like, I think I'm pro COVID now because this motherfucker is <laughs> like uh, talking about. Um, and as and in the great musical Hamilton, they say you've got to. Uh, um, this is your chance to take your shot or whatever the fuck the Hamilton bullshit is. Um, you got to take your shot. And uh, board members, it, it, if you aren't taking, I'm like fuck off you fucking nerd stop quoting hamilton also fuck hamilton we'll get to it later uh but <laughs> like fuck you for talking about hamilton there's like chi- there's like children like their lives are in danger like l- teachers lives are in danger like this is serious don't be a fucking nerd this isn't the time to be a fucking nerd all right like shut up get yourself into unless a you're dropping unless you're dropping scientific facts yeah peer-reviewed yeah. evidence but don't be I, a fuck, don't be a fucking spaz. Don't be fucking quoting Hamilton. Do not quote Hamilton ever. But like, especially in like a serious context like this. Sir, I'm gonna need clarification. Did the founding father Hamilton himself write this in a letter, or have known just quoted? Say, are you quoting the musical Hamilton? Just to be 100 percent sure. Oh, the music, the musical, definitely the musical. Oh yeah. Okay, okay, worst, okay, cool, cool. worst, dude. I, need, worst, I just need dude. that taken down in the minutes, just so we all know for context later when we talk about this at 12 p.m. tonight. Oh. I'll still be here. Um, I'd like to start off by asking the question: um, How will you all feel with blood on your hands? Um, the hit musical Hamilton, which I had a great time learning about in a push class, as well as my theater classes, teaches that history has its eyes on you. And I strongly believe this, and I strongly encourage you all to remember that when you are uh, voting on what to do. So uh, one of the other things, like before, actually, before the public comments started, um, another thing they did, just because it was on their agenda, is they passed like a resolution that says that they're um, basically against discrimination. Like it was basically the the uh, we're as a board because of like you know Black Lives Matter protests and everything. Like it's just a statement saying we're against discrimination. You know bullshit that like boards do. Like yeah, it's a useless statement. It's a smokescreen to keep you guys away from the thing that we've talked about forever right, that right, everyone's upset about. Right. Just really um, quick. Just by the, for the record, uh, we're just going to say we're against it. Um, cool, 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 cool. So one of the people that called in, and the, I, again, I, I point out again, this started at 1230. It, it ended at 8. Somebody that had, like, had been on there since, like, I, I think they finally got through, uh, like, oh, God. It was so late in the game. It was like, oh, I'm trying to find it because, uh, by the way, I just have a message going with uh, Tammy and, and Claire all day long. We're very cruel to Claire. We could easily text each other, but we just keep it in the group message, and Claire just gets to hear us commenting on something she's not watching. She's got to be informed. I, I don't know she's why. On the we, way in jolly old England. I mean, I really don't know why we do it. I think it's just because it's easier in Messenger because we've already got that open. <laughs> uh, but it's we're real assholes. But you know, at some point, Claire was talking about a movie that me and Tammy were not watching, so I think it's all fine. But I just let everyone know. Um, just we treat Claire poorly. I just want to say it for the record. Um, it's inappropriate. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so this. 
so, yeah, so somebody calls in and has been waiting again for like five hours and it's like, I just want to make a comment on the discrimination thing. <laughs> um, and it's like, oh. Oh, wow. Well, because first of all, it's like, again, what are you going to, obviously, like, they're going to, it's just a statement saying they're against discrimination, which... I'm meaningless. It's meaningless. Like I'm Are glad. Do I'm glad about the discrimination. Exactly. Probably not. Yeah. I'm. I'm. It's. I. You know. It's good to say that you're. I'm. I'm always glad when someone says they're against something bad. Oh sure. yeah. Sure. Totally. That's always good. But like. I'm always a little shocked when they're like, "Well, why? Of course you're going to be against that. Why yeah. do you have to? It's weird you're bringing that up now, but okay." Yeah, so, but this person called and they were talking about, like, you know, LB, LGBT issues and, like, you know, um, bullying had gone on and, you know, I, you know, real, real issues to bring up. Um, but, like, at one point, like, the chair, who is the worst person, I'll talk about her in a second, um, she pipes in and she's like, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just confused. Um, we, I thought we were mainly, um, discussing the, the, uh, reopening of schools today and I, I just don't really see where, the, she's like, oh, well, I was told we could comment on, you know, all the things on the agenda today, including the discrimination thing. And then the woman was like, oh, yeah, I guess that is today. So we already did it. Um, we've already taken the vote on it. But then she was just uh, kind of like, but I'm like, why are you interrupting her? Like, first of all, you got five minutes to talk. Which don't don't interrupt. You haven't interrupted yeah. anybody yet. But uh, like, it was just basic. And then she kind of backed off. and was like, oh, well, I guess you can finish. So we just kind of had this. Um, I understand you're worried about discrimination, but we've already passed a resolution saying that we're against it. So what's your point? You know, uh, never mind. We'll let you finish <laughs> anyway. Like, they've been waiting for five hours. They've been waiting for five hours. Like, at least let them say their piece. Like, uh, it was very weird, but that woman is terrible. UHS. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. I am so sorry. Um, The public comments we're taking right now, people have been, and you probably have been too, waiting for hours. We were on the subject of whether, of the school reopening launch ed option. And I, I think you're referring to something um, the board already voted on. Yes, I, I, I was told that I would be able to speak on, this is a quote from you, or not from you, but from the site, resolution condemning racism and affirming inclusive environment. Okay, I, I think that probably they all got into the same queue line. Go ahead and finish your comments. I apologize. Go ahead. All right. Thank you so much. I am so sorry. Um, I hope you can find your spot. I apologize for the interruption. Yes. Uh, I can continue speaking. Yes, and I'm again. I apologize for the interruption. Error on our end in terms of our communication. If you can remember where you picked up, please go ahead and finish your comments. And I apologize. Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Um, as I was. So the chair, awful. Like she's terrible. First of all. Um, she started not wearing a mask and then like I guess somebody like in the back of the room like held up a sign like hey Why aren't you wearing a mask and shamed her because everyone else was wearing a mask and she's at first she made an excuse like well uh, We're all we're all separated by six feet. So it's all right if we don't wear a mask. It's not required nope. We're properly it's social both. distanced and it's both. Yeah. you have to do both to and be so it's like, not just six she feet. never admitted she was wrong But she started wearing a mask later, but then every time they would take a break She would immediately take her mask off and at one point, she was saying, I'm sorry, I'm getting messages that are, people are having a hard time hearing me because of my mask. I'm sorry, but we just, we have to, we have to wear these to, I mean, we're, this is how it's going to be in this classroom. So, um, you know, this is how it's going to be with the teachers. So we just have to do this. And then she like put on like a different, she's like, I'll try a different mask to see if it helps. We can all, we can completely understand her fine. There was no problem understanding her. It's just a mask and she's in front of a microphone. What are you talking about? I think it was all fucking bullshit because she's a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. Um, and again, it's all just pageantry. Like, as soon as they would take a break, mask was off. And then she'd come back and she would she would put her mask back on eventually. I'm like, what are you doing? Trash? 
She's trash. She's yeah. just wanting attention. Check me out. Am I going to wear it? Am I not going to wear it? Um. So there's um also on the school board, there's this amazing, amazing woman. Um, like um, Dr. Gordon. She's great. She was remote. She wasn't there in person. And at one point, um, where is it? Oh yeah, she was. She said, uh, "I'm I'm one of the only." Um, she was like, "Hey, um, when you guys, um, you know, vote on something, you need to make sure you include me because I'm on this board and um, I do not want to be ignored, e- even though I'm one of the only two people that had the sense to stay out of that building." Nice. <laughs> She's great. She's great, and like one of the few um, African American women like on the board too, and like, and she's like, um, like the head of like the the council member from like one of the poor districts with more minorities, and it's going to definitely affect them more. And she is fucking on top of shit. She was like calling them out on shit constantly. At one point, they were passing a resolution to like, um, to limit their time to speak to only five minutes. Because, you know, they knew they had so much stuff to get through. And she was like, ah, no, I don't like that. Um, I have a lot of things to say, and I am not going to be limited to five minutes. And they're like, well, we're going to pass. Well, And they, they passed it anyway. But she was like completely like, no, fuck that. <laughs> I have shit to say. Um, but Put on the record. And I didn't get to that because obviously we had to record and that's still going on right now. Um, so the actual time where they're talking and discussing and voting is now. So I'm sure there's there's quality. Actually, let me just see what the update is from Tammy. Um so, first board member talking and she's already offering other options instead of what's on the table. The five minute thing of the board is kind of bullshit. Definitely. Second board member threw Dr. Pino under the bus. He was invited to the meeting today and chose not to attend. Coward. Nice. Dr. Pino is like the, uh, the on the, uh, re- on the reopening board, um, city council, um, team. He's like the uh, medical lead, um, for COVID. So, uh, and he's just kind of giving in to, like, the mayor and DeSantis and bullshit. Um, so throwing him under the bus is great. Um, she also wants an independent medical advisory team instead of Dr. Pino. Nice. That's nice. good. Uh, one of the other board members has already said she's willing to lose her seat. Um, that's awesome. Wow. Because, yeah, they are threatening that if they don't, if they don't, if they choose not to reopen, um, they'll, they'll fire the board. So... So that's uh, that's the updates from Tammy on what's going on. Um, couple other things I want to talk about. What is what are Tammy and Dan thinking? They've got to be like so. Yeah, obviously so remote. Their choice they're, option. They're is leaning towards that third new option where you're still yeah. seeing your class, um, like the the new one they have to get approved, which hopefully it will if if they open at all, which I don't think they should. Obviously, come on. But at least that third one, because I, I think the idea is, you know, that way at least you're interacting with teachers and students as opposed to it being purely yeah. online. Mm-hmm. So I, it makes sense. It makes sense. And so that's what the, that's what they're leaning towards now, because, yeah, for the first semester. Oh, another thing is, like, you have to lock in for the first semester and you can't change, Ooh. which is crazy. So if you decide I'm going to I'm going to the physical school, um, you are locked in. You have to do that for the full first semester. And I'm like, what happens if like what happens when no. there's like a major outbreak and they what, what are they going to close it down? Yeah, like, well, the teachers could probably strike and just put it into all of this. That's what, I, that's who's what I'm gonna hoping. Teach if the teachers aren't there, I'm hoping all. And from what I was hearing today, because it was a lot of teachers, there were some students that called too as well, which was awesome. Some high school students called in and was like, "This is terrible." Like again, the the overwhelming message was like, "Do not reopen. You were this is dangerous. You can't. This is a terrible idea." Like, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck DeSantis. Like, defy his order. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Like. So that's that was the overarching. It was I, I was honestly expecting more like people like right wing MAGA fuckers calling, talking about their rights to not wear a mask and shit. Um, but like it, no, it was all people that are just like well, 
don't want to go back. Yeah, reasonable people who understand the situation. Those mega people are a minority as much as we, they seem in the media to be not that, but they are, they know when to stay away. They know when they're not, their, their crowd isn't there for the most part. Yeah, but again, Florida, so, you know. That's shocking there's aren't more because it's Florida. Yeah. So it was amazing. Um, now there is one last person I want to talk about, because uh, like I've been saving this guy, because this motherfucker was—he was either um, the second to last, or maybe one before that. One of the very last calls. So we're talking about like around 7:55. This gentleman hops on the line, and welcome, sir. If you can start with your name and address, please. Hi there. This is Joshua Soper. My address: Four Banyan Boulevard, Orlando, Florida. And what I'd like to tell you about today is um, I'm a mechanical engineer, and I have a Six Sigma black belt, and I have done design of ventilation systems for military bases. And most of those military bases have closed to letting people walk into the bases because of the COVID virus. It's airborne. Most of our ventilation system is currently inadequate. It could be made adequate. A simple test with banana oil in one classroom releasing it could test whether it gets to all the classrooms. Uh, Masks only work if both people have them on. If one person has it and they exhale and it gets into ventilation, that school is contaminated. Using a lost letter method, which is where you drop a mail on the ground and it manages to get to people, is how these viruses work. It's in that airstream. If it gets in a kid, it gets to the family. So every single classroom is at risk from one kid. Um, so we need to do these simple tests. I would motion or recommend motioning that you guys delay doing anything other than sending the launch ed model up to the governor, test the schools, and figure out if it's safe to open them, and then figure out what needs to be done to make them safe to open instead of exposing all these kids. Um, my sister's family um, all has COVID. It's for my brother-in-law, thinking it was safe to walk in a server room where there's absolutely nobody there, where there's recirculated air. He pulled his mask off just for a second and got it. And now all the kids are sick. And that's how it's going to work. And everybody's down. If you wanted to, I can... Come get some banana oil, come in with my full face respirator, put people in classrooms, get some banana oil, spray it in the air, and we could test the classrooms. And that's my little presentation. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, let's hear from our next caller. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. First of all, like, he, I, there's a real weird energy coming off him, a real plunkster vibe, if you catch my drift. Ooh. Um, okay, okay. And like he seems, he, like he, he says his name. You have to say your name and your address. Um, and so he, already he sounds weird. Like he sounds way too excited. And I'm like, well, he has been waiting <laughs> since 12:30 to finally talk. So I guess I guess I would be a little excited to finally be airing my opinion. Um, and he mentions that you know he does karate and oh. um, don't know he was a, he was a black belt and uh, okay. um, something about where he worked uh, and. I, he, his big thing was he was he's willing you know he, you know first of all we the school it's, it's unsafe to open because of the the ventilation systems through the schools like it's just going to it's gonna spread the disease so again 
crazy person making a reasonable point, which was yeah, yeah, bizarre. Um, like yeah, it's a terrible idea. Um, but what? what um, and I'm willing to do this. I'll come in um, with proper productive gear and banana oil, and I'll, I'll check the area um, to see to to see about the the spread range. Um, I'll I'll because I'll, I'll, I'll have the banana oil. Okay. Am I missing something about the banana oil, friend? Or was everyone I, looking I, around like... What the fuck banana is banana oil? oil? Like, I don't... What is banana oil? And what does it do? How, what, what do you use? It was talking about something about checking the air with banana oil. And, like, I'm like, I don't know what this motherfucker is talking about. <laughs> like, um... Like, I'm like, it's gotta I, be some sir, kooky conspiracy, <laughs> like, shit, right? Put the banana oil down. Use it for cooking. What you need is something called CBD oil. Just put it to get Seriously. a few little vials of that. Trust me. Ugh. Your anxiety will subside. I, I mean, I, I'm, oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, I'm trying to find What's something. What's in banana oil? Is it banana the potassium? Oil. Just like a, a higher level of potassium in it? No, I'm not finding anything. I'm seeing like people saying oregano oil is not a cure for coronavirus, but I'm, I don't see any, I, I'm, I just did a quick Google. I can't find anything about banana oil, but like, I, I mean, and oh, another thing, I'll, I'll put in some audio clips because I definitely, I definitely oh, recorded do. all the comments. I can't comments, wait to hear these. Made some notes because it was wild. It was really, really wild. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of great stuff and a lot of emotional stuff, but it was, it was fascinating. And I, yeah, just a very unified, um, unified decision. Um, they're like, hey, you guys shouldn't do this. Okay, update from Tammy. Um, no decision tonight. They are reconvening on Friday. Wow. That's of 9.30, so... Hmm. Wow. Wild. Is the board a paying job? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Hmm. I can only hope. I mean, what's the end game here? What's the point of trying to force all these kids to go to school? I, Expect mean, I don't understand, like, the national level of Trump and uh, Betsy doing this, because the ramifications for doing this will happen before the election, and this is not going to be favorable for them at yeah. all. Well, I mean, I they're think, already Trump already is yeah. well, polling and Betsy, legitimately polling low. Betsy DeVos's school is all um, job. Betsy DeVos's goal is always to destroy public schools. Like that's her main goal because she's like yeah. invested in charter schools. So anything that hurts public school is works in her favor. So I think the idea for her is we'll um, force them to go back to these awful schools. The poor's will die. Everyone else mm -hmm. will uh, uh, pay money to private schools. Get that back into the like, yeah. Get either go to a, like a go to a private go to a private school physically, or pay for like an some sort of homeschool like shit that somehow she makes money from. Um, Trump just like I Trump just wants to pretend that COVID doesn't exist until he can as long as he can, because his fucking idiot followers want like that. This isn't gonna go well. No, it's not gonna go well. This isn't gonna go well. It's no, gonna be is, crazy in the next couple of months. It's gonna be very bad. It's gonna be very bad. The wave of um, so obviously the first waves. A lot of people we bunkered down earlier this year as much as we could. A lot of people got laid off because companies were doing too well. And it is inevitable in these situations that a second wave of unemployment will hit. At least in the situations that we've gotten to ourselves to, we've passed a threshold. So when that happens. And all this new COVID stuff starts popping. Oh, yeah. It's going to be weird times, guys. Absolutely. We got a letter at our company today that they're going to start allowing people in small waves, if they want to, maybe, to return to the office around Labor Day. But this has already been an extension 
after two extensions, and I don't think it's actually going to happen, given everything else. Because the map of the whole country, I, there's a map I look at every once in a while that just talks about like the amount of people who are diagnosed and how it spikes, and it's higher than it was back in um, earlier this year. And the whole country is slowly turning to red again. Of like, these are all people in the last. Like, they're beating their records of the day before over and over and over and over. And it's just slowly moving up from the southern United States up to the rest. Oddly enough, New York is doing okay. New York State is still in the green. It's not... I don't know what Because they did a hardcore lockdown. They sure did. Like, I mean, they were late to it, but... Apparently, Japan has had a really good... um, Like, they just all were like, yep, we're going to do this. And they locked down and everyone wore masks because they're like, yeah, okay, cool. And they haven't suffered any amount of... Because like, we're near well, the also culturally, any, there's countries have. there's a stronger idea of like protecting society. Like, oh yeah, that's the whole. I mean, that's why they already like wear masks. Like, well, I mean, it's common in those cultures, and I know in Japan, if you're sick, I wear a mask. Yeah. I'm feeling a little sniffly. I'm wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm protecting other people. Like they're already in that vibe. Absolutely. So I mean, it's much easier there. Also, uh, like they don't have the stupid American healthcare system. Like here, like like first of all, if you're under 18, you can't get tested like we're gonna send kids back to school and like they can't get tested like all the i really don't understand because i haven't looked at it really in depth and i don't know how well it is though i do know we don't know a lot about how the disease affects kids but there's all this stuff like oh i guess kids may or may not be carrying it as much as we thought i'm like nah, i don't know about that no, guys they're humans they have human genetics sorry yeah they they catch the disease they carry the disease they give the disease to grandma and grandpa there are, I mean, they have to be carriers. There's no yes. way that there's something about age. Like, there are certain diseases that affect certain genders. There are certain, yeah, or, like, affect more, there's but they definitely diseases carry. that affect certain people with, but there's nothing as far as, like, age go. Maybe affect them more than others, but they're still got to be a carrier, right? right? Yeah, you're absolutely like, still carrying it. Like, whether it's affecting you more, like, I mean, it, de- it definitely can and does affect kids, and it also affects them in different ways. There are all kinds of reports mm-hmm. that it, like, is having strong effects on them, but just in different ways and in long-term ways. Um, but regardless, they're humans. They're definitely carrying the virus. There's Viruses don't, like, it's not like they just skip somebody because they're young. That's just not a thing. Sorry, that's not how viruses work. It doesn't make any sense. Like, no. I don't understand... Like, that's why I want to look more at this because like some people who are intelligent have been making these things like okay look we've looked at a lot of data I just don't understand what they're talking like I don't understand it yet like no. I don't I need to read more but I don't it doesn't it doesn't vibe well with me just on given everything else we know about <laughs> every other virus on the planet yeah no it, it's absolute bullshit that's why it doesn't vibe with you because it's fucking bullshit and I understand but I don't understand why we're doing this argument now the whole thing about we gotta send kids back because if we don't if kids aren't physically in a classroom doing the same thing we've done since we've started schools it's gonna have a lot of impact on them psychologically and i'm thinking well, what's the psychological dead, impact if they stay home and people they know die knowing yeah, they what's were the impact when they're when when their grandparents die when their classmates die when their teacher dies like when they're um in the hospital with like whatever issues from covid like what are those like those are issues like fuck off with this we, nonsense here's the problem un- god well, i was gonna say we are in uncharted territory like when someone comes out and says i want things to go back to normal and look in the before time yeah if kids didn't go to classrooms they were kind of fucked socially and maybe like through education they were stunted guys 
We're not talking about a few kids that don't go to school or don't have it. We're talking about every kid shouldn't go to school because there are people that will die. Like tens of thousands of kids, if you think about, what was it? Like there was a, a, they said, well, less than 1%, like a point something will die. 14,000 kids. The amount of kids. Yeah. That's a lot of kids. Um, I mean, like, if and that's just the kids. Listen, it's just if, and that's just the low end estimate. If like, all guys. if all these kids are missing out on socialization, um, it's very possible that they could come out as weird as Mormons. Now, being as weird as a Mormon is still better than dead. So, if we have a generation of kids that are as weird as Mormons, I'm willing to accept that so that they don't die. Guys, we gotta adapt. We gotta roll with it. It's like, yeah, maybe these kids for a year, two, five. I don't know how long this is gonna go. We might, another virus might come up. Who knows? Like, and for the foreseeable future, this is just how it's gotta be. So we've gotta find other ways. And I don't know if it's gonna be that different. Kids go to school for a few hours. They have in, like, uh, person-to-person contact. And they go home and sometimes they're social, sometimes they're not. Like, I don't, I do not understand why that's such a big deal when the other side of this is people die it's like guys this whole thing about this stunted development um it's it's all the kids Alex, like we should it's not a real doesn't argument. make sense it's not it a isn't. real argument it's bullshit i hate because these bullshit arguments yeah, because here's the situation it's not about that it's about the fact we need kids in school because our fucking country doesn't have proper safety programs there's no oh, safety yeah. net like we we need them in school because we we don't have a free child care and we don't pay people enough to be able to afford child care like if you are making like if you're making nine dollars an hour you can't afford to miss work because you have to stay home with your kids like school is child care like like that's what it is we don't pay our teachers enough like already so and we're using that as fucking childcare to keep the labor force working like it's a way to it's fucking capitalism it's just fucking to control people and keep them poor that's why the schools have to reopen because otherwise people are going to demand more because you can't fucking work at mcdonald's and like pay for babysitters and when you realize at some point finally that that is what it is it is depressing and weird and it is embarrassing but that is what brad described is exactly the situation and we need to change it we would rather kill children than pay mcdonald's workers among many other things yeah but yeah that's what it's coming down to. Yeah, I mean, we should have we should have universal childcare. Like, we should have we should just for right now we should just be paying people to stay home until we fucking like like get this fucking numbers down. Pay everyone to stay home. Like that fucking one time fucking bullshit check. That was stupid. Like it was nowhere near enough, and it was a one time check that a lot of people didn't even get. A lot of people are still trying to get their fucking check. That boggles my mind. They were thinking about doing an. I, I, fuck, I, that. And it was all based on, like, your taxes, what you made. Like, if you get laid off, if you happen to get laid off because of COVID, oh, well, your taxes last year say you made too much money, so um, you don't get the check. Like, don't fucking means test everything. Every fucking citizen should have gotten a fucking check. Give every citizen a $2,000 check every, every fucking month until this thing is over. How, how are we still at such a prominent. I mean, it's going down, obviously, as the days go by. But how do we still hold a prominent spot on the world stage for anything? Hmm. Anything. Uh, our military. Because we... That's got to be we, it. Yeah, we occupy other countries with our military base. Yeah. We have all the nuclear weapons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every even and, the Tink well, guys and, have enough to cause damage, but we have enough to end the fucking arm, world. So. We arm everywhere else. 
Like everyone's yeah. indebted to our fucking military. Like all, all look, listen, we fucking destroy other countries. We take them over. We pilfer them. It, like we steal their natural resources. Uh, we, we have a fucking coup in Bolivia. So Elon Musk can fucking steal fucking resources. Like, and we're a fucking monstrosity. Apparently today, Elon Musk's fortune eclipses, was it Warren Buffett? Cut off his All goddamn because... fucking head. Like, what a useless fuck. Who is I that? mean, that's just like his I assets mean... on the books. Because there was also a recent article. It's like, oh, Elon Musk is having to sell his home. I think he did it just to, I think he did it for a personal reason. I think when he talks about it, it's like, I just don't want to have all these homes and possessions, which cool, Elon Musk, you're still weird and strange and you're a horrible person because of the things that you're doing that are shady as fuck. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk is not having money problems. No. Kanye West is not running for president. Elon Musk does not have money problems. I will say this. Elaine Maxwell did not commit suicide. I had originally clipped the interview with Kanye West that talked about his stance on certain things, which is conservative even for, like, it's crazy. Well, he believes slavery was a choice. Like, he's he's an idiot. But he's Very not... Very much. He's, it's, it's a joke. It's just a fucking joke. It was a publicity stunt. I think he said today that he's not really running for, 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 for final and real. Which he said he, he said he was running a couple of years ago, too. Like, he just does that. And he causes a fucking furor. It's a publicity stunt. And then he goes back to being a fucking idiot, as usual. Well, when he came out with the interview, Elon Musk did tweet. Oh, because Elon Musk had originally said, hey, yeah, I support you doing it. And then Elon Musk said, you know what? I think we actually disagree in a lot more than I thought we did. Which, you know, coming from Elon Musk doesn't mean that much. But the interview very specifically, I mean, there are certain things in there that I, yeah, it's just... It's just bonkers. Yeah. But as Brad said, I I would say, yeah, most likely just a stunt. Because there, like you said, there's no way he could have possibly no. been able to even start to run. The only way someone that stupid and useless could win is if uh, their only fucking opponent was Hillary Clinton. And I mean, Joe Biden isn't too far removed from Hillary Clinton. Yeah, no, no. Joe Biden would not be ahead if there wasn't a, a, um, a Great Depression and a fucking pandemic going on at the same time. And let's keep in mind, like, Donald Trump is historically low, but there's still only like a 20% like uh, difference. So if there wasn't a pandemic and a depression, Joe Biden would not be winning. Like, he got real fucking lucky. God damn it, I wish Bernie was still in this. He should be. Like, it's bullshit that he dropped out. It's idiotic. Like, this has proven everything Bernie ran on. Like, he, and the fact that he's, like, supporting the, I, like, Bernie, like, they don't want you. Like, fuck off. Like, I, I know you're worried about your legacy. You don't want people saying that you're fucking Ralph Nader, who, by the way, Ralph Nader was right. And, like, he, I'm glad that Ralph Nader ran and... He didn't do anything to affect the election, so fuck off with that shit. But like, hey Bernie, like, I don't know, like your whole thing was like, it it's not me, us. So maybe get over yourself and like mm-hmm. call out the fucking Democrats and burn that fucking party to the ground because it needs it's to be destroyed. It's time to spin off something in a big way. Brad, can we can we change to something a little bit more entertaining? Sure. I, not entertaining, but at least less less heavy. Sure, let's do it. Let's take some CBD oil and get all See, that I, rage. Just I mean, I've still got the rage, but us. like, I don't feel like I'm about to have a stroke. That's the True. difference. But I don't have CBD oil. All I have is the caffeine and the sweet, well, sweet Z, well, aka Coca Cola. Get, get, get on that Sunset Lake, friend. Get on that Sunset Lake. This is old news, but it's still interesting to me. 
Um, because I saw it and I was like, okay, and it was over before I knew it. Brad, did you hear about the um, finger on the app contest? No. Dude, what if I said you could download an app on the App Store? It's on your phone, and at a certain date and time, you have your finger on the app. And this is a screen, it's on, you keep your finger on it, and um, you and everyone else who's downloaded this app has to keep their finger on there, and the last person to remove their finger from the app wins $25,000 cash. Huh. Okay. A one-time competition, high stakes. Well, $25,000. There's little hearts in the corner, so I think, I, I didn't play it and I didn't but the user interface makes us believe that you have three hearts so I guess you could take it off and like use the restroom or something or do something put your finger back on like there's a grace you have lives it's a video game um every once in a while you have to move your finger and like do certain things to prove that you're like a human still on, you can't just have like a robot with a glove on there um real hum- humans only and this was done by a uh, a YouTube creator he's known for a lavish competitions and like giving people just tons of money so he did it and he he didn't actually the the it didn't go for the full time because people he was worried about the people who were doing this competition a lot of people dropped off early on people were tricking people because apparently if you activated siri it would close the app down it would take your finger off of it um so people were like pranking people but there was like a group of people um around this like 60 hour mark 60 hours Ugh. without taking it. That means no sleep because you can't, or like, and I think the app had it to where it didn't do multi-touch. So like, it's the same finger unless oh. you lifted it. So the dude was like, guys, go to sleep. Like, what are you doing? Because he could message them or maybe he tweeted this and they were like, no, he's tricking us. He's tricking us. So he got G. to the point where he's it's like, not, it's, not, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough for three days of no sleep. But then he started tweeting these people and it's like, okay, look guys, of all the people left, if you will take your finger off right now, I will give you, I think it was, I'll give you 5,000 cash. Two people took it. Two people were like, sure, yeah, I'll just take 5,000 now, please. So he gave them 5,000 bucks. And then a few hours later, he said $10,000. Whoever takes their hand off right now, I'll just give each of you 10,000. Two other people took that. There were four people, Brad, that stayed to the 70-hour mark. And he's like, guys, look, this is getting out of control. I never thought we would last this long. You guys need sleep. You got to take care of yourselves. I am going to give each of you $20,000, not 25, but each of you $20,000, please take your finger off the fucking app. I can tell in the app, like, who you are, because the way you registered in the app, like, I know who you are. I will contact you in person. People still kept their finger on it until they contacted him, thinking it was a joke. Brad, was, do you think it was worth it? No. $20,000 for three days? $20,000. It's not like, that's, like, I mean... I mean, the, granted, the you could buy, you could buy a house money. in Jackson, Tennessee, with that money. Truth, um, truth. But like, not even like a unique fixture-upper, but not something that you couldn't live in for a while while you're fixing it up. Yeah. Um. I. But like, I'm like here, like, like may you might be able to make a down payment on a house. <laughs> this guy does a lot. I, I've actually seen some of these guys' videos before. Uh, his last name is Donaldson. Uh, he gave his mom a hundred thousand dollars in cash once when he made it. He's bought houses for his best friends. Um, he would open up pop-up shops in cities and just sell like really expensive electronics for cheap to people. He just likes to give back. He says, "I don't know." Uh, it sounds uh, like he, he, I, th- this whole perf- this whole like these like weirdo like, app is a little weird. Weirdo influencer people that have too much money and just like do give away money and do weird shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? They're all children, and I wonder. 
I wonder if it's something that only a kid could. It's almost like Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I, I have all this. What am I going to do? It's I don't. So the other thing I want to talk about is there's a group of Fortnite YouTube streamers, Brad. They call themselves the One Percent, and they pulled their finances together because they're making tons of tons of money. And if they put that tons of money together, they're like super rich. So and they're kids. They're like all under the age of 25. They're all making tons of money. Let me get out of the house. So they went in together and bought a mansion in LA. And they have a video where it's like, hey, check out our 1% house. And Brad, this video is nuts. Because it's kids who have lots of money and they don't know what to do with it. Other than like, let me buy all the most expensive computers I can. But also, what do I do with a giant mansion? <laughs> can I can I just give a couple of quick updates? I'm sorry, I'm getting a message from Tammy. Um, Please do. Our Star Wars and the school board uh, um, updates. Um n- so, uh, yeah, I said that they were, they weren't going to make a decision. They were reconvening on Friday. Um, never mind. Uh, they're going, they're going to, they're going to keep going. Um, and now, uh, they've j- just changed their mind again. Um, and now it's Friday at 9 a.m. So, uh, they went, they kept going for a little while. And now again, they've changed their mind. And now they're going to start back up at Friday at 9 a.m. Guys, Orlando, it's wild shit happening here. Wild shit. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we were talking about these, uh, 1% house kids. Um, 9 a.m. is a good time to start because it's early. It's going to give them plenty of time. That's just going to be an all-day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so these kids take you through their house, and they're all on the front porch, and they've got their sports cars out. Like, again, super expensive sports cars. And they're just like, hey, we're kids who do YouTube streaming, and because of you, we finally made it. Also, check out the merch that we've got on. These are our new hoodies and our new shirts. If you want to buy them, cool. They're special edition. We only made so many of them. Come into our house. Hey, welcome to the side of our house. Right here we have a, uh, a wall that is just solid glass that is also like a wine, um, what do you call those? I can't remember. Uh, not a wine cave, because that's where you keep beer. It's cellar? basically, yeah, okay, it's a vertical wine cellar, but it's just like one wall, it's glass. You can see all the wall. It's like, hey guys, this is our wine wall. Uh, the person we bought this from left a lot of good wine in here. We don't drink wine. So it's just going to stay there. We're not wine people. Um, but sponsors, hit us up if you want your wine featured in here because it'll be seen on videos. So these kids are just constantly selling like ad space while they're in these videos. Hey guys, here's the baby grand piano in a giant room that just has a baby grand piano in it because they don't know how to furnish a house because they're kids. This is the baby grand. They told us Frank Sinatra played on this. They also left this. Cool. Hey, we'll take it. Um... There's some art that the former people left, and there's some other stuff other than that, dude. This house is, like, vacant, except for their rooms. And they have a giant computer set up. They have, like, a big TV. They have some random stuff that only a kid would have. And that's it. They live on a golf course. I don't know. It's weird. One of the kids said, hey, guys, this is the thing I'm most proud of at this house. Besides the fact that me and my friends pulled together our money, and we now live as roommates in a mansion but i'm so happy about this check this out guys my own snack bar i got everything in here i got movie theater box candies i got look i got a jar of m&ms i never had this before as a multi (laughs) as someone who makes lots of money streaming the most proud thing they have the thing they're most proud of is their snack bar which i'll be honest brad is really shitty i think our pantry is stocked better and i'm not really like this is just an adult buying groceries for their family these kids man yikes i mean you can just go to costco and just like take care of some stuff like yeah like most proud of thing these kids they don't know what they're doing this one kid was like hey this is weird uh i have this walk-in closet but the door like went into the wall like it's a recessed door or whatever uh and when they hung my tv the guy who mounted it drilled into the door so i just have an open closet now (laughs) 
It's like, kids, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, look, you must be really good at Fortnite. That's cool. But like, what are you doing? Yikes. But this is a thing that these YouTubers do because I also randomly today saw one of the trending videos. Is there's another house of YouTubers who all of them just have their YouTube channels. They pull their money together and they live in a mansion and they just yeah. do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Weird little influencer houses. It's like... Influencer it's, houses. It's gross. Just it's gross. Just pandemicking together. Just like pulling pranks all day that aren't really pranks. One kid was like, I'm going to spend 24, I'm going to spend the next 24 hours in uh, so-and-so's room. And they pack like a bag with food and they're just in there and they're just, the whole video is them annoying this person in their room. But it's all like fake. And you're like, kids, what are you doing? I guess kids like this. I don't know if little, I don't think if children should be able to own a mansion. It's very much, I don't know if you remember the movie Blank Check from our childhoods. It was a Disney movie about a kid who got a million dollars and went crazy. But that's exactly what this feels like. And these kids should be adult. Like they're like early 20s yeah so it's it's gross it's gross it's gross brad we've been doing this podcast for 10 years we do not have influencer money yet where where did we, we go not. wrong we <laughs> when did not. we have when, when did when did we veer from the possibility of having a ramjack mansion well not in florida uh, friend for one in a safe place we've for never you. uh tried to get listeners We've never tried to get li- we never tried to get advertisers, but I think you're right. We've never tried to get listeners. Yeah, we never we never got to that step where you get where you find people to listen to your podcast. We just like picked up some people along the way, but like we've never made an effort. Huh. So that would be step one. First one, step one, we got to make an effort. We got a product, got a great product, been producing it for a while. It's very solid. Uh, what we don't have is consumers. <laughs> And then after that, we would need um, advertisers and people willing to give us money. So those who's going to have wine on the table. I mean, before all that, though, I think first thing we need to start with, we need a poster. I think I, I think I would uh-huh. say we start with a poster because uh, that's a long promised uh, delivery. So we'd start with a poster and then the poster we could use as advertising um, and that would spread the word. So I would say we start with a poster and then, we, then from that we start working on listeners and after that we'll work towards uh, actually making money. I, I don't know if that's the best route to take. Well, and I don't know if we want to really grow the podcast that much. I mean, we've we there was a reason we didn't go the way of... Uh, listeners and advertisers earlier on. What was that? Well, even the middle. What, what was the reason? Because I don't remember a reason. I don't. Well, I. I think I we just didn't the, do the it. The fact that we didn't do it yep. is the re- is reason enough. It's like how oh, we just didn't do it. We just didn't want to do it. The uh, laziness is the, didn't is, want is to. What we're at, saying. It's not a reason. It's just laziness. Oh, I thought it was a reason. <laughs> And, I, and it, it escapes me, but that was forever ago. Again, we've been doing this for 10 years. The podcast has gone through a lot of different uh, We Listen, we, formats, we, I, I don't think there's TV a strong... Shows. I don't think there's a, we had a strong moral stance with we don't want people to listen to our podcast. I don't think that was ever a thing. No. No, I'll go on the record with that. Um, Alex, if, if you okay. remember what the reason we would have for not wanting people to listen to our podcast, uh, feel free to let me know. I'm unaware. I mean, how do you market a thing like Ramjack? mean i know we kind of started earlier and we don't have to get into this now if you don't want to i'm looking up the other stuff that i had pulled for this episode but i mean listen we're willing to take suggestions if anyone out there wants to um tell us how to get listeners or market a podcast uh we've never tried so uh 
Um, Alex, um, I just want to ask you a couple of questions real quick. Oh, okay. After that, I have um, some people that need some help wondering, figure out if they're the asshole or not in a situation. So we'll have to do Hamilton, by the way. Oh, we, I, we haven't even talked about media at all. No. Do we want to go ahead and do that? Sure, we can do that. Or do you want to... No, I, I thought you were preparing things, so go ahead. Sorry, I keep forgetting. Uh, we talked a lot about school districts, which is totally cool because it's neat to be talked about. It's fun time. Well, wild. not fun times, but it's interesting to talk about. Will you hear those clips? Um, Will you hear those clips? Before we talk about Hamilton, I'd like to talk a little bit more about The Mandalorian, which I finished yesterday, nice. I think, or the day before last. All right. Um, fun times. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot. A mm-hmm. um, lot of questions. There's a scene. Guys, I don't know if this actually spoils anything for anyone, but just watch. Uh, friends, it's, listen, it's, listen. You probably already knew more about Mandalorian than me. Um, yeah. I'm, you've probably watched it if you're interested. And I'm not going to necessarily spoil anything, but I'm just flummoxed by certain things. So there's a scene where Mandalorian is arm wrestling with one of his buddies. It's a lady friend of his. Um, Not in a romantic way yet, but, you know, they're just friends. Um, They're arm wrestling, and the little baby Yoda-like creature, who's the species of Yoda, but as of right now, we don't know if Yoda or not. 50-year-old Norman, yeah. Is 50 years old watching them arm wrestle. And he kind of looks around the ship, and they're like, uh, they're talking shit to each other because that's they're bounty, they're bounty hunters. They're just having this is how they this is their form of camaraderie for them. It's like, yeah, cool, I'm gonna beat you. And Baby Yoda, look, his eyes get a little narrow, and he holds his little Baby Yoda hand up, and he force chokes <laughs> the lady. And they're like, what? And Mando looks at him and is like, no, dude, not cool, not cool, not cool. And they're all like, what was that, Brad? It's played as if this is a child that doesn't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. But as Brad just said, this is a 50-year-old Yoda alien thing. Yeah. There's no way it didn't know what it was doing. Huh. What was it actually doing in that moment? It oh, yeah. wanted to choke that lady. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm, the thing that I find weirdest about Mandalorian is like everyone's like, what is this thing? I've never seen anything like this before. Now, keep in mind that... that um, I, at least mine, again, I obviously can be wrong about Mandalorian. I have been many times. Um, this takes place, like, not that far after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, not too far after. So, but we're only, like, we're, like, 25 years from, like, like mm-hmm. the Jedi's just being everywhere. Yeah. Like, we're, like, we're 25, like, I, I don't know how old Luke and Leia are supposed to be, but, like, you know, from the, from the original, uh, trilogy to like the 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 prequels like i i I, like what this is about 25 years right something like that um it might be i mean in theory yeah okay because luke is like a kid yeah he's young so i guess the yeah i mean i would say to but to all the way through end of return of the jedi i i don't think it's much longer than that at most it's 30 years since then at most 30 there's no way so what nobody like nobody like knows about Yoda like nobody even remembers like oh yeah there was like this there used to be these like, little green guys even if like all like the empire like propaganda like is like like okay we don't talk about jedis anymore we've taken down all the jedi statues we've re-education camps you're not allowed to talk about it <laughs> like you think there's like still people like oh yeah i remember like 30 years ago like there was like these like space wizard guys and there was like a little green one a little green one who would jump around with a laser sword nobody remembers like it is suspicious because, Brad, there's tons of stuff from our childhood 30 plus years ago mm-hmm. that we could remember vividly. That's oh, yeah. common cultural knowledge. Absolutely. You think if something like a Jedi existed in the... Maybe the Jedi... Maybe we're just getting in Star Wars, we always get the perspective of the inside circle. Like, it's always, I am a Jedi or I'm no a Jedi or I'm going to be introduced to this. And maybe the Jedi in the Star Wars movies are not as, like, well-known. Maybe they're like a secret ops 
Like, we help run the government, but we're like a special forces. People know us, but don't really know us. In the prequels, it seemed like those motherfuckers were everywhere all the time. And it could have been our perspective, but you're right. I also feel that, and I think that's the majority feeling. Like, why, how would you, first off, Yoda? He's like a supreme, he got, there's going to be like, merch right from the jedi that people would want i got the i got the yoda card i got like uh the mace windu card like these people would be celebrities in their in the universe and you're telling me what is that thing well it looks just like master yoda i have his bubblegum card right here you think like the the, yeah it would be it would be like a thing that was on the news a lot oh the the jedi council is involved oh and the leader of the jedi council uh yoda is this little guy Wow, they're like space night wizards, and but like the leader is like this little guy. It's so weird. weird. Hey, what about that guy that has a dick for a head? Like, what's his deal? Like, you think people would like, I don't know, well, make some also, memory of like these people? In the third movie, like Revenge of the Sith, wasn't there like a Lady Yoda? Like there's context yeah. for these things existing in the universe in prominent positions there of power. There used to be these two little green things that were like super like important people like in our entire empire. Yeah. Like very Deadlinger important. for this little guy. And this guy's been around for 50 fucking years. So, I mean, that's definitely overlap. Yeah. Like, in, in like, the, the new trilogy, everyone remembers who Darth Vader is. Like, there's nobody that's like, who? Darth what? Hmm? <laughs> emperor. I, there was no. all, there used to be an emperor. I remember. Ah, when was that? No. I don't know. No one. I don't think anyone really remembers Darth Vader, do they? I, like. Do they not? I don't think they do. Because even then, well, that's also something else that's fucking weird. Because remember in the first, like, the real first Star Wars New Hope, Darth Vader is Darth Vader, but he's almost like a pariah. Like, the other generals are like, who the fuck is this Jedi dude? Like, this dark, like, the Sith are dead. It's like, your clan died out a long time ago. Like, why are those guys not like, no, motherfuckers, you know Jedi were real. You fought them. Like... No. Everything he led up to that, like, you should understand that Vader gutted those people on the ceiling, like, hours ago? Like, like a day ago? And but I feel like... Carillion Corvette? By, by Return of the Jedi, I feel like people were aware of who the Emperor and who Darth Vader were. It, look, that's the thing I'm wondering about. If the Jedi didn't have good PR people that constantly got their name out, to where people within, like, an understandable time would be like, oh, that little baby thing, which is actually an adult thing because it's 50 years old, looks just like those other guys in prominent society, that maybe the Sith didn't also have that kind like, of, like, level of PR. Go- like, it's failing everyone in the Star Wars universe. What is culturally going on in Star Wars universe that, like, nobody pays know. attention to shit? Like, I, like, listen, today, while I was working, and very busy, by the way, um, I was, like, watching the school board meetings, and at the same time following the, the, um, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, bail hearings. Like, I was, like, I was involved in, like, learning some shit, and it was very easy to know all of this shit. Like, it seems like Star Wars people were like, oh, I'm, I don't know what's happening. Cool. I just drink blue milk and, like, hang out. And if one of those council members on the student, like, not student council, but on the uh, school board looked like a Yoda. I would remember. When you are 80, you will remember. You, oh, you would look at something like, oh, that looks just like a little Yoda. There was something about the school board I was supposed to tell you. I completely forgot. One of them is tiny and green. <laughs> and like, can like, can like flip around through the air with a laser sword. So I forgot to mention that. Whoopsie daisies. There's a... Uh, <laughs> Mandalorian really made me that put that into question. The next Star Wars mm-hmm. thing, movie, series, has to answer that question. Like, definitively tell me why. I need to know why. Real, real sad that, that Werner Herzog didn't, didn't make it out. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he did go out pretty... Oh, yeah. I mean, 
He's great. That whole shoot down was crazy. But the, all, all that point to say, I don't trust this little baby Yoda thing. It makes me think if it's 50 years old that either it can't be because these things live for like a thousand years that it just has slow development. I think it knows what's up, but it's trapped in a little body and it's just pretending at this point that it doesn't really get it for whatever jollies it has, which is weird. Um, I loved the Terminator 2 sequence uh, where the IG-88 was like, guys, I've been reprogrammed. I'm a good guy now. I'm going to save the little baby. Ah. And Mando has the moment of, I order you not to go. I order you not to go. He's like, dude, I got to go. And when he turns around and gives the thumbs up right before it like, explodes, it's like, perfect. Okay. Is it good? Other questions. We have the movies that came after this. If Baby Yoda is that important, why the fuck wasn't the Emperor there? He only died like a few years ago. And we all know that he's already cloned and there's like a whole army, like a planet of like, what? Tons of people that are like in the Sith cult. Yeah. They just send like one little battalion of stormtroopers, one dude with like one of those black uh, lightsaber-like swords, but not. Send one of those clone dudes. What was his name? Snoke? Send a cl- Snoke. Yeah. What are you doing? Mm, weird. It's weird. It's a good show, Star though. Star Wars is getting a weird, but it is a good. Sh- it good it is a good show. I I think Mandalorian's like the best Star Wars. It's the, it's the best Star Wars. I would agree. Like it feels like the old Star Wars in a, the best way possible. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about it that worried you, other than Werner going out? He could come back. Clones exist. Could be. Oh, it's my brother. Hello. I understand you murdered my brother. He was attempting to procure a small green child. I loved what what there was something that he said when like one of his last words is like let us get a drink so we can conclude our narrative together. I remember this conclusion of our narrative. So good. It's just great. It's like Werner Herzog, man, bringing it. Let us get a drink so that we can conclude this narrative of ours. Is it, isn't it weird that I am definitely old enough to remember the other little green guy? No context. Can't place Couldn't him. Couldn't be bothered. Don't, seems perfect. I've never seen one of these. I know there used to be two little green... Nope. Slips my mind. I, people tell me there were two little green people of highly important political uh, power. But I am uncap- I'm incapable of remembering anything about them. At the time, I was mostly interested in cave paintings. <laughs> I don't... I mean, maybe that's what it is. I had other hobbies. I was a roadie for a while. I look forward to the next season of The Mandalorian. Can't wait. Defo. Defo. Um, Brad, something else that I watched. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if you've ever seen it, because I know we've talked last time, but I can't remember. A week ago is still like an eternity these days. I watched Hamilton oh. twice over the last week. Whoa, that's a lot of Hamilton. Uh, Emily really enjoys it. Um... I thought it was good for what it was. Like, taking it at what it is as an art piece, I was like, oh yeah, this great music is pretty good. Um, I understand the criticism of it, but I'm like, this is going to be fun. I, the songs are catchy. Um, I did, I tried to talk about this with my wife, and I'm not sure what's going on, but I definitely felt, and this is not just Hamilton, but other things in my life now, that I'm, I'm really aware of when something Overstays, overstays its welcome with me <laughs> are where I'm starting to get like, all right, let's let's move it along. And I think I've always been like this, but there were moments in Hamilton where I was like checking the watch for me. I was like, all right, how much longer is this? Like, I know where this goes and I know where we're at, 
but how much more can there be? <laughs> like, I get it. And it's it's not that it's bad, and it's not that it's it's just part of me felt like, and again, this is not, and all in all, as a musical on Broadway, fun time, really enjoyed it. Watched it twice of my own volition. I could have not watched it either time. It was like, all right, cool. Catchy songs, fun times. But I felt like there was some moments where people there was like indulgences from like the writer and the music. I was like, do we need this? I, I guess I wanted to trim it and edit it and be like, we can make this better. Sometimes I watch something like really tight episodes of The Mandalorian and I'm like, okay, look, The Mandalorian is something totally different than Hamilton. I get it. But as what it is, it is tight. It is well executed. Mm-hmm. There, there are moments when, yeah, maybe it meanders and there's some weird stuff. I don't know if we needed the whole IG-88, like I reprogrammed this thing guy, but there's context to it later. We're doing a Terminator thing. I get it. And and that's fun, cool. I'll overlook that or I'm into it. I don't know. It's different for everybody. Um, I don't know if it's just because media is getting shorter, but I don't think that's what it is. And we've been de- deconstructing things on Ramjack forever. Maybe I'm always like this with something. But for me personally, a lot of things these days are getting to the point where I'm like, this could be better. Why can't we? Let's let's wrap it up. This may be, This could use a second, a little bit more polish. And I think Hamilton could have used a little bit more polish. Is all I got to say. I mean, I I, I will really s- like. In, in, I'm comparing it to uh, um, uh, Mandalorian. I, I will say uh, the Mandalorian wasn't based on a book by Ron Chernow, so I think that's definitely a point in Mandalorian's favor. Um, it's weird. Like the things that they choose to like mention about Hamilton mm-hmm. are like what they choose, and like the ending of it is. All of it's about Hamilton and the last song. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how familiar you are. I, familiar I, I, you are I'm very little familiar. I am slightly familiar with the criticisms, and I'm f- somewhat familiar of the problems with the book that um, Lin Manuel Miranda, fucking piece of shit, uh, based it on, um, and the fact that it was all fucking Barack Obama propaganda bullshit. But go ahead. Beyond that, <laughs> um, it is. <sighs> It's just bizarre. But they go through this whole thing about Hamilton, and I'm not going to... I think I'm not going to... I don't remember what it is. It's not... Something about taking a shot. I'm not going to miss my shot or something. I'm not going to give up my shot. It's weird. It's weirdly phrased. You think it could be more elegant. And I'm not necessarily slamming it, because again, it's, it's... for the most part, very well executed. Um, and they reuse a lot of the cast into different roles, which is really good for the actor themselves, because I'm sure it's really fun to be in this. But it is nonstop. And the guy who plays Burr is literally Burr and is on the stage more than anyone else. And that guy won, I guess, an award for it, like a Tony, uh, for Best Actor whenever this was up, for good reason, over Lin-Manuel. Um, he's also... Lin-Manuel's probably... Uh, I might, this might be a hot take. Might be one of the, the weaker people in the show. Show? It's bizarre. Um, but he does play with an, certain things with authenticity. I also realize while I'm watching this that I may not be the biggest fan of musicals, just straight up. And I know this because I watched once, like live, and was like, this is not, I don't I don't like this, this jukebox musical stuff, this is just not good. Yeah. And Hamilton is different, but there's parts of it that I'm, I can see the seams of what they're trying to do from a storytelling and entertainment perspective, and it not that I can't see that in other media, but it's a little bit more transparent for me while I'm watching it. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm just not hugely into this mm-hmm. as much as other people could be. Because I know people who have obsessed with it. People apparently quote it at least, what, three times? Different people yeah. you said quoted Hamilton during the school board meeting and its resurgence. These are the same motherfuckers that have like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg Funko Pop. Like, they need to be stopped. I The whole musical is just like 
like Brad says, an adaptation of a book, and it skims over a lot of the stuff about Alexander. You don't really get to know him so much as you get to know a romanticized story of him yeah. that would be pleasing to an audience to learn. And then, how like, much time do they spend talking about how his goal for the country was for it to be um, a fascist uh, military dictatorship? That doesn't come across at all in the musical. Yeah, well, that's kind of his big thing. Like, he wanted to be a military dictatorship with a um, president for life. Which is crazy. Yeah. And, and his other leave. great contribution would be creating Wall Street. So, I, bad guy. Bad guy. It's bizarre, because it does paint him as, like, a more of a hero than he was in that respect, yeah. for sure. Um, but there's a weird part at the end, which... So the last song has nothing to do with it. It's basically his wife after he dies talking about how after he died, she tried to make sense of his notes and how she went on to like uh, be I, I, someone who advocates, hey, slavery's wrong. We should probably end it. She helped get the Washington she had slaves. Monument made. Her family had slaves. Oh, but Brad, she turned over a leaf when he died. I, um, it's weird. He, but he she talks about all this. So... Yeah, I mean, once you actually do the research on it, or, like, yeah. read into it a little bit, you're like, oh. Did it mention, first. did it talk about when he slept with her sister? Um, well, that's apparently not necessarily 100% known. It's very heavily, well, apparently he also had, an, like, a very, well, a sexual relationship with a man or two as well, which is totally cool. I mean, be yourself, Alexander Hamilton. Mm -hmm. But that's also not mentioned at all in the um, musical. And I can look. Did it do the? We did can't. it? Did it go into like his childhood? Um, the the weird story that Ron Chernow pretty much mostly made up from rumors about his mother being a prostitute or something. Um, I mean, it may because I know that's a very that's a big. Musical. They talk about that a lot in the Chernow book. Um, from what I've heard, that's and it's completely like vaguely sourced. But Ron Chernow is like a monster, so yeah, he's bad. There's there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in it. That again, like it's a musical. They're supposed to you're supposed to leave with a feel good feeling. It's supposed to be ups and downs. Like it's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a manufactured piece of entertainment that you spend a lot of money to go see. I, it's what it is. Um, but the last song is her like saying, "Look, I carried on your story. Your your children carried on your story." And it talks about you know a lot of the other founding fathers don't get any kind of play in history every other founding father gets talked about why doesn't alexander hamilton and i'm thinking he i don't what hey <laughs> okay and it talks about like who tells her the last couple song is basically like who tells your story and i guess at the end like lin-manuel has changed because he's dead so he's like in a different outfit and burrs in a different outfit. everyone else looks like ghosts kind of because they're all in all white and he like smiles at the woman playing uh, Hamilton's wife, and I guess one of the interpretations of the end, because she kind of goes up in a spotlight, and she kind of looks up into it and gasps, like, <gasps> like, and then lights go out, and I guess the concept is supposed, she's supposed to be seeing how Lynn and the cast are carrying on his story even further in the future, so they remember him and who he was, Fuck. but again, a very rosy, very, uh, mostly, I, interestingly fabricated due to the uh, what you're omitting and choosing to present in the ways that you do version of Hamilton. It's weird. Like, it's very bizarre. I mean, <laughs> the thing we need to remember about history is that, like, uh, like historical figures come in and out of fashion uh, as reflected yeah. by the current time. And, like, so in various times, like, people will ebb and flow and uh, people will respin their legacy based on the current situation. And 
So, you know, a lot of times, especially coming into more modern times, uh, we've definitely reevaluated, especially how we looked at, at uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. We've strongly realized, oh yeah, they were fucking assholes. And now, what a person that studies history and is a well-rounded human being should be able to do is to put all of that in context of, yeah, these were shitty people. Um, like, they did shitty things. Uh, they also did important things, but they were mostly shitty people and they shouldn't be worshipped. But what happens a lot of the time is, and this is, this is definitely the case for Hamilton, is that uh, these people get pop put, we, we put them in their proper place of saying, oh yeah, these people were shitty assholes. Um, they're trash. And we try to look to find somebody. And that's what fucking happened to Hamilton. Because if you went back to the fucking 40s and you talked about Alexander Hamilton as being a great person, everybody would call you a fucking lunatic. Because Alexander Hamilton, because in the 1930s, uh, we talked about all the books written about Hamilton were like, this motherfucker is the reason we just had a Great Depression. Because the way he set up Wall Street and the way he set up corporate influence is the fucking reason everything's fucked now. Which is also why things are fucked now. Nothing's changed. But what happened is because we tore down uh, Jefferson and Washington, you've got people like fucking Ron Chernow, who's a right-wing douchebag, and that's why he's always, he was like, the, la the last time they actually had a uh, White House correspondence dinner, like I think the, la the one Trump did, they had brought in Ron Chernow, because it's like, oh, well, he's a historian. But he's right-wing, and he's bullshit, and he's a fucking, like, conservative. Like, he's not like a crazy conservative, because he's actually a historian. But it's like... Everything he writes is is very twinged. He wrote that uh, he wrote that um, Washington book that I talked about back in the day, and like I I definitely remember saying at the time, yeah, this book is there's parts of this that aren't accurate, and I was uh, sourcing it as I as I read it because I'm like yeah, a lot of this isn't good. But also I will say it was much it was definitely clear and um, Washington's a piece of shit, and Chernow was clearly trying to influence the story and trying to put a spin on Washington. Like actually he's not that bad, but like I was like no, he's clearly that bad because I'm an adult and I can read a fucking book and do research. <laughs> Hamilton, this there was this whole period like um it was they they workshopped Hamilton the musical, um largely um they he did like a a, a performance for the Obamas like and where he previewed some of the songs they were working on. So this thing was always connected to the Obamas uh because it was this idea because Obama had all those fucking finance people and the idea of especially with Ron Chernow um his book is largely remanufacturing Alexander Hamilton so that he's some good person uh, that fucking uh, oh a founding father that uh, he's he's uh, if he only had a fair shot uh, he actually he was so influential like we don't even pay attention to how influential he was and yes he has problems but he he was one of the people that that uh, created the system we have now and it's like no fuck that shit uh, he was a fucking lunatic that wanted a military dictatorship for life that was his goal that he worked towards in this country and in the 40s like FDR like if you talked about Hamilton like oh they would fucking spit in your face like Alexander Hamilton is the root of all of our problems is what they would have said in the 40s because again they're looking at it in their time but you know what um after 2008 financial crisis uh we could have we could have looked at Wall Street and said fuck these motherfuckers Alexander Hamilton's the problem but instead we had fucking Barack Obama come along and say ah we're gonna help the bankers so you get the so you get fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda who's like 
goddamn fucking idiot. I listen to him in any fucking interview. Motherfucker has no clue what he's talking about at any given time. Also, he does not have a good he, he doesn't have a good stage presence from what I'm hearing. Um, he's not good in film. <laughs> uh, he's not a great performer. But motherfuckers keep putting him out there. Why? Because it's neoliberal fucking bullshit. Because he's part of this fucking Barack. He's tied to Barack Obama. He's tied to this feel-good neoliberal Democrat bullshit. Fuck Lin-Manuel Miranda, fuck Hamilton, and fuck Ron Chernow. And this is the problem. I I remember thinking during watching it both times that they keep talking about how he set up the bank, but they don't give us any specifics yeah. and it's brushed over. Oh yeah, it is. A lot of people give it criticism because they kind of brush over the whole slavery thing, which they do. Yeah. But I think they mention slavery more than they mentioned any details about his banking other than yeah. he set up the banks. And at the very end, Jefferson says, look, I didn't like the guy. Uh, we had some disagreements, um, but he set up the banking system in a way that I couldn't really dismantle it, and I tried. So I guess he set up a pretty good system, and Washington's like, yeah, I guess he... Not and he... Whoa. Madison. Okay, see, that, and, that's fucking insane. That's absolutely... Well, yeah, Brad, it's, it's oh. Hamilton the musical. Like, it's not lost on me, and that's one of the reasons that it's harder for me to enjoy it, because I, I first have to, I have to, like, deaden myself to, this is just a, an interpretation of... Hit. People are taking these, pe- these historical figures and f- making them what they want, making a marketable musical, more sinister underpinnings with, apparently, uh, the ties to the bank and Wall Street mm-hmm, and how all mm-hmm. that was set up. But it does it very well. Like, it masks it very... Well, I don't even know if it masks it well, because the whole time I'm like, this isn't... I wish this is what history was like, but it's not. Like, the Founding Fathers were white assholes for the most part, and nearly all of them. Can we just go ahead and make the safe assumption there? And once you look at the stories, you're like, yeah, it's not Hamilton. Our past wasn't this, sadly. Um, Because Hamilton makes it more cheery and a little bit more... uh, black and white as far as like this is very these were good this was bad and i guess that's something else that irked me a little bit because there was a live audience in the recording supposedly like just a whole bunch of fans of hamilton and the things they chose to laugh at were just the same things that i just don't laugh at like it's just like there's a moment where there's a guy on the town square a british guy is like hey guys just so you know let's talk about revolutions kind of dumb the king says any talk about this you'll get punished and Hamilton's like, oh, this guy's talking about stuff in my town. Oh, let me tell you a thing or two, sir. And that's played for laughs. And I'm like, guys, this is dumb. What are you talking? Why are we doing this bullshit? This is schlock. This is like, no, this is amateur hour in the middle of something that. But the music is really pretty. Like the way that they do that. Like I give Lynn that credit. He can write music. Maybe lyrics I, for the most part are fine. He wrote a lot of the songs in Moana, which is a beautiful musical. And I think it's much more the music in that is far more successful. It's also fully fictional and you can do what you want like it's the bending of the reality for the other too much for fiction that I'm just a little bit more bothered by Mm -hmm. but he does write really good music his stage presence is okay all I'm saying is compared to the other people he's just not to me it didn't seem like he was there there's a moment where like his wife forgives him for cheating on him with a woman um that whole thing is weird I don't know what really went down historically but um, he was basically conned, but went along with it and paid this guy money to have sex with his wife, at least in the musical. Uh, and his wife ends up forgiving him. And there's a moment in that song that's very beautiful and human, but you wonder, this isn't what this was. <laughs> this is beautiful for a musical, and it's nice and cool, but at the same time, oh, you're painting Hamilton as flawed in this respect, because mm-hmm. it also makes it seem like he's kind of upstanding regardless, doesn't matter. 
It's uh, weird. I, I like. It's weird. I, I still enjoyable if you if you can step away and be like, I'm just gonna enjoy this musical for what it is, and gonna take it for granted that this is just basically historical fiction, uh, and go with it. I mean, and you'll have more fun that way. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I haven't I haven't tried because I don't think I don't think I can handle it because like I can't. My big thing is like you wouldn't if, be able to handle if, it, friend. What if, you just did. <laughs> When you see like Lin Lin Manuel Miranda in a fucking interview, and he's always talking about he read that he read the Ron Chernow book, and that was his inspiration. And I'm like, you fucking started with propaganda, and then you made Obama propaganda. Like you took the, you took something that was already like fictional and not real, um, and right wing like like financial propaganda, and then you took that, and then you like I'm gonna also use it as as neoliberal propaganda. Like it's just. It's so, like, it's so the wrong way to make things. He's a bad person. Lin-Manuel Miranda. I mean, Alexander Hamilton, too, but uh, specifically, Lin-Manuel Miranda is a bad person. Did we learn about the Founding Fathers in school? We didn't learn I mean, we don't learn anything yeah. in high school, because like you said, it's basically just child care, so it's like, no. Yeah. I learned about buying land in Florida, which only, in retrospect, <laughs> makes more sense for you, friend, mm. now that you live there, but... yeah. We did we, Thomas. We just got Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington. Alexander Hamilton was kind of mentioned ish, but not really. Yeah, we we, uh, we got the country was founded by a list of people. Uh, yeah, like we got we got the Civil War because we grew up in Tennessee. Um, we got I, I feel like the thirteen colonies 13 up until colonies, like yeah. the uh, Honestly, until we bought Louisiana I and feel then like, that. I feel like what we spent most of the time, my, my memory of like social studies and like history classes, like through elementary through high school was because I mean, obviously the beginning of the year, you always start and there was always like, usually anyway, I mean, some years I think we actually did like learn more, but it's like, we always start with like Native Americans and like Aztecs and Mayans and landforms. We're learning about mesas. We're learning about pueblos. <laughs> we're learning about landforms. We're learning about different types of land. I feel we did more of that than anything. Like I know more about about like fucking uh, um uh, like landforms types of landforms than anything else. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was weird. Tennessee was weird. Yeah, Brad, we've talked about a lot of assholes in this podcast. Truth, straight up. Truth. Uh, I have here two people who need help figuring out if they're the asshole or not in a situation. Um, these are all from I think Reddit, but let, you tell you you tell me what's up, and we'll tell them what's up because they need help. Um. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend not to spit in our food? I fucking saw this one. God damn. We're currently not speaking because of this issue since I find it gross that my boyfriend can't see my problem with it. I do most of the cooking in our relationship, which is fine with me. However, occasionally my boyfriend will want to do some cooking together or do some baking by himself. We do a lot of activities together, especially now that we're both home a lot more. Brad, you are bracing yourself, and I understand I because I'm, when I first I, yeah, read this, I, yeah, I'm fully aware. The one thing I can't stand is a habit. I don't know if it's a habit. He has when it comes to food. My boyfriend uh, thinks something is if he thinks it's too dry or needs a better consistency, he will use his own spit ah! and put it in the food. For example, the other day we were icing homemade cookies, and I caught him thinning out the icing by spitting into the bowl the and mixing fuck? it. This has been an issue for some time, so he tries to hide it whenever he does it for me. Why are you doing it? Instant, I, well, I'll, I'll wait to the commentary thing. But every time I catch him, I just find it gross. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. If you find it's not gross at some point, it's something's wrong. His reply is a shrug 
and he tells me that I get more of his saliva in my mouth when we kiss anyway, which is an interesting argument here. Is it? Uh, well, I say that it's an interesting tactic he would use to continue spitting in someone's food. Hey, remember when we kiss? You get more spit anyway. I don't know if you do. So it shouldn't be a big deal. It makes no difference, except I consume one in food and the other one I'm kissing you. I've pleaded with him to use water, but he says that the texture isn't the same. He can tell the texture of his spit when he puts it into, and it's different. Spit's different, which it is, but not in a good way. And his, and he points this out that, he points out that if I can't tell the, tec the texture is different, surely it doesn't matter that it's not water anyway, right? I know that in a way he's right. He's not. And it's not like I complain about his spit when we make out different. But something about it being mixed in my food is just grosses me. It grosses me out. Yeah, yeah. Am I the asshole for not wanting my boyfriend to spit in our food when we cook together? No. Edit. My boyfriend doesn't cook regularly, so he isn't serving this to anyone but me and himself, which it should be a tip right there. He also made disgusting comments about serving staff, uh, serving staff spitting in customers' food before, so I know he finds other people's spit unhygienic. Yeah. So Friend, I, I, go ahead. What? First of all, um, he needs to be locked up. Uh, he's a fucking lunatic. Like, why? First, how did this even start? Like, what makes you? If I, I I live alone, I cook for myself mostly. I have never spat in my own food, nor would I want to. I don't know why you would. It seems very bizarre. La last night, I, I cooked some uh, uh, chicken thighs, and I, I made uh, a loaf of uh, rosemary bread. Um, uh, nice. And um, didn't spit once. Is it a learned behavior? Did one of his parents do this? But I guess, when did they do this? Was it laziness? Lazy, but it's I not I just even don't want to go over to the... Like, it takes no effort to put water in something from a sink. Yeah. We're in the middle of a camping trip. We have no running water. The consistency of this is just... It needs a little bit more... It's got too much, like... It needs more you, liquidy. So I'm just... Like, first of all, measure, measure your shit properly if you're, like, baking or something that requires you to add liquid. Like, what is the situation where it needs enough liquid that would be enough of, like, spitting? You're not producing... How much saliva no. are you producing that you can have, have enough liquid to, like... What's going on? This dude just likes spitting in food. He's a he fucking does. weirdo. That's what he likes to do. He's gotta be stopped. He likes to He's a criminal. Cut off his tongue. He's doing this on purpose. Like, I guess this is like a weird control thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he does other things in their relationship. Like, it's one of those, like, you're eating my spit, ha. He's, he's, kind of, he's already convinced her that this isn't crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like, no, she's... You would have to, like, stand there and think of something to make yourself salivate to fill your mouth up with a, tea, a teaspoon or a tablespoon worth of spit to even, like... I, right? Yeah, it's, Maybe. it's psychotic. It's absolutely psychotic. So I would say, uh, cut off his tongue... Uh, stop eating his food and uh, replace the gas lights in your fucking apartment with like light bulbs because it's it's 2020 and that shit's not gonna fly. <laughs> I think that's sound advice. Brad, I've got one more here. Oh boy. Am I the asshole for trying to get my girlfriend to try new hobbies? My girlfriend is nearly 25. She's nearly done with med school and wants to start having kids in the next few years. But she acts like a child. Oh. All her interests are childish other than fitness and exercise. 
Although, I'll agree that her form of exercise is ridiculously childish. No, he said, although I would argue that her form of exercise is ridiculously childish. <laughs> What's her exercise? Is she pogo stick? What is she doing? <laughs> it doesn't mention what she does. She's jumping so I guess rope. That's what it, she's jumping rope and, and pogo she's stick. A, she's a uh, competitive <laughs> jump ropist. And she pogos, she pogos while she does it. Sick childish. What's a child? Like, is she playing hopscotch? <laughs> What's- there aren't many adults that can do that. Hopscotch, it has to be hopscotch. Definitely hopscotch. She doesn't work, which is fine, because she's in school. She pays rent using student loans Uh and aid grants. Well, student aid and grants. I don't think she's getting loans, thankfully. I don't have a problem with her taking time off from school. But the stuff she does is embarrassing. Hopscotch, uh, hopscotch, uh, pogo stick, jump rope in the front yard would be embarrassing, I I think. What, she having tea parties with, like, teddy bears? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) She's been coloring... People do that. Doing puzzles, playing rated G video games like Animal Crossing. Uh, Okay, everyone is. Watching anime and or Disney Plus. Everybody's doing that too. And those aren't really comparable things really, but fair enough. Doing arts and crafts and baking cupcakes and cookies? Kid stuff. (laughs) What? Is she baking them in an easy bake oven? Like, what are you... I, I've never had a problem with her interests until quarantine. What are your interests? All day. She does all. She does this stuff all day. Oh no! I have I have fresh baked cookies and 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 cupcakes every day. I mean, not healthiest, but you know, uh, n- certainly not bad. It's as if I'm dating a ten year old. I don't what know do if it's you, like you're dating what, a ten year old. What do dude. you do? I play serious video yep. games. I, I I guarantee he plays serious video games. Oh yeah, I play Call adult video games, not Ryuji. Yeah. Mind you, got to shoot people and you're a troop. Cool. This is a real video game. Real state. Yeah, this is what they use to train murders with. Cool. Oh, cool. Um, no wonder my niece adores her. It's starting to bother me. So I, so I brought it up. She told me that she just likes relaxing things and enjoys stuff from her childhood because of nostalgia. Is it, wait, wait, what? Valid? She, she's a med student. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, she's fucking. Uh, she's going to med school, motherfucker. Most people cannot touch a cadaver or see one without freaking the fuck out. And Mr. Serious Video Games, you see a dead body, it is going to mess with you. But she, you start opening that thing up and like hearing the crunch of its bones, you're going to be freaked out. She has to deal with that but what stuff. She, she has a tea party with that corpse and a teddy bear. <laughs> she brings, well, she yeah. brings cupcakes. Well, dude, she's just trying to relax. Cool. <laughs> it helps her with this feeling of nostalgia. I think it's silly to argue about this, so instead, I dropped it. Good call. Yeah. I decided to just suggest more grown-up activities. So all right, all right. I bought her some gardening equipment and a bread maker since she likes baking so much. Well, well first of all, bread makers are bullshit. Like, you can just bake bread. Yeah. Don't use a bread maker. Bread makers yeah. are for rubes. Um, and gardening, gross. Nobody wants to garden. That sucks. That's an adult activity. That's an old Is lady it activity. Is faster to do bread making through a bread maker? I mean, it's easier. Like, you just, like, put, like, the ingredients pre measured packets here's it is I mean just use an oven like that's what you don't need bread makers are dumb it's like an unnecessary kitchen device I love a kitchen device trust but I don't I don't I don't like 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 the like the like that like that stupid like breakfast making machine that's like oh this will make your eggs and cook bacon and an egg all at the same time it makes you a little breakfast sandwich like no like that's dumb unnecessary machine so just to recap, she bought gardening. He bought gardening, gardening equipment and bread makers for her. It's old lady. My girlfriend. That's, ex- old, that's old fucking old middle aged white lady shit. Oh yeah, 
adult stuff, Brad. My girlfriend accepted, but hasn't seen. I haven't seen her use them. Yeah, because they suck. So I asked her why she hadn't started gardening yet. <laughs> And she told me that she gave the seeds and stuff to her mom. Yeah. She's been icy to me ever since. (laughs) She hasn't cooked dinner, and she's been spending all day in her office making, drumroll, ellipses, proper ellipses, by the way, which is, I would say, impressive. Making coasters, Brad. Oh, such childish stuff. What's wrong with a coaster? I tried talking to her. I tried being nice and buying her stuff. Am I'm at a loss of what to do. Was I really in the wrong yeah. to give her new hobbies? Your hobbies yeah. suck. I don't know. A bread maker is a some, hobby, by the way. I guess it's hard. If you have a hobby you want to give someone or something you like, you really got to know that person to really gift them something you think they're going to like. Because other than that, you're stabbing in the dark. And it's totally fine if they give that away or, like, exchange it or something. Because, come yeah. on, we live in 2020. Yeah, no, we can't no. keep, keep stuff around. Do what you got to do. But you shouldn't say, your stuff is childish. That's, that's not a thing. What do you do? Why aren't you I gardening? I really want to know what if his If you like gardening, are, garden. To, like, is there, a, please tell me there's follow-up information with his hobbies. There is not. Ugh. But apparently, we can garn, We can glean from this that exercise is not considered ridiculous. So maybe he exercises. Also, grown-up video games. Not watching Disney, not watching anime, so he must watch grown-up movies. He doesn't color. He doesn't like doing puzzles. He doesn't like arts and crafts and doesn't like to bake things. Baking things is not childish, emphatically, right? Unless, what would you have to bake? Like you said, the easy bake oven would be the only thing that would make that childish. And even then, you're still like baking something. That's not childish. No, that's... If she isn't doing, if she isn't doing like a food competition level shit in the kitchen, it's baby stuff. (sighs) Um... Coasters, Brad. Baby stuff are like adult hobby. So, I. That's so. What counts as an adult hobby? I think hobbies are just hobbies. Yeah, I like guess? there's. there's I, I can't think of. Like, they're hobbies. That's like. It's the least important thing. Like, I don't. I collect action figures. I still don't think that's a childish hobby because they, they're just like little statues. Yeah. Whatever you want, man. It's like, what, Do, be you. Live your life. Follow your dreams. Live your life. Spend the money the way you want. Like, I, I don't... Be responsible. <gasps> I like somebody asked, what is a childish exercise? Does she skip rope? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing we can think of because we were forced to do it for fundraising as a child. Or at least in school. Or we were, anyway. Oh, she does jump rope. I mean, again, not a childish exercise. It's like a regular exercise. <laughs> He's not really responding a lot. Yeah. So it sounds like he just is getting like told off that he's a fucking asshole and he's not really responding because he didn't hear what he wanted to. I mean, as they should, because yeah. he he is the he's asshole the in the situation. He's trash. Absolute trash. How about you grow up and shut up, dog? Yeah, what, How about I you need try to know what his hobbies your horizons? are. Please, I, like, I want to know what his... He may not have any. He may just be boring. He, de- he definitely plays serious... Because like, just like the jab, the G-rated video games, that definitely means he plays serious video games. Like, ugh. I like Call of Duty and Mortal Kombat. Ugh. I mean, they're fun games if you want, but if that's if you're if you're the person that's like that's my line. I don't play those kids' video games. Mario, baby shit. If I'm not blowing something's brains out, I don't watch. It's I don't not a watch game. anime. That's for kids. I, I watch. I watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a, that's a show. It's a serious show. Ugh. I, I. There's a lot of just. 
bad people out there, man. It's just like it's not school district people. It's what's an adult hobby? What's an what's a hobby that's not that's for solely an adult hobby? Yeah. Something that would have to require you to be an adult to do for starters, um, which is difficult. Oh, he makes his own beer. He definitely he makes his own beer. A kid could do that, but not then. A kid's not doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, but that is a re- restrictive adult hobby only. Yeah. A beer aficionado, any alcohol or spirit aficionado, that's an adult thing. Definitely makes his own beer. I'm like, what? Is, uh, sports? I honestly can't think. Surely, well, no, because kids get into sports. Well, no, too. but I'm thinking of like things that are okay for a, a, a what he would think an okay adult hobby is. I'm just trying to figure out what his fucking deal is. I'm gonna be honest. Sports is not an okay hobby to have. Well, of course, it's not. Sports is bullshit. Well, neither, neither is, is like dumb. playing sports like serious video games. <laughs> like, yeah, or watching Rick and Morty. Like, you're not allowed to watch Rick and Morty. I can't think of any, I, I can't think of anything. Hobbies are just hobbies. Yeah, it's dumb. Like, I, this guy's the worst. I hope she breaks up with him. Maybe maybe he can go room with Spit Guy. <laughs> maybe match made in heaven. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack this week. I'm Alex. That's Brad. Um, we're hope you're pulling through. Get that cold chain out of the freezer. It. We all need it right get now. We all chain. need it. Maybe get some CBD oil. Get, get a, Working for Brad. Uh, Cold chain and CBD oil. Um, listen, I, I was I got uh, very angry about Lin Manuel Miranda earlier, but guess what? I got angry, and now I don't feel like I'm going to have a stroke. Like I feel like I was mm. angry, and now I'm not angry. All that rage, none of the drawbacks. Yeah. And and soon I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to wake up in the morning, and I'm going to feel refreshed. It's a new world, guys. New world. New world. Make it a good one, you know? Ramjackpodcast.com, Facebook group. Am I forgetting anything? Um, Send those drawings of fears. All those fears. Send them. How many? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'd love for someone to send in a drawing of this guy's fears. Like, this guy must hate childish things. Oh. So it's just like... I mean, do, do, you, do you think, like, he had a bad um, experience with a child? Like, oh, he had a bad experience as a child, maybe. I don't know. Like, I mean, do, do you think, like, um, like he, he he just, on his 18th birthday, like, I'm an adult now. Do you think maybe, like, some, like, local kids, like, uh, tripped him and then laughed at him or something, and now he hates children and everything associated with them? I mean, it might be the situation where, I mean, that's not outside the weird possibility, but remember that, remember when I told the story about we went to go pick out our granite for our countertops, and there was a woman there talking on the phone about a guy who wanted to go into military school but still played Pokemon? <laughs> and she said something about, like, he's got to put away childish things if he wants to be a big boy or something. I think that could be the mother of this guy oh, yeah. who's now like, she's just, she's just child stuff. She plays Animal Crossing and... I had to give up Pokemon. Pokemon. When she gets to have, I gotta do what everyone does. When she, adult hobbies. When she gets to be a kid, I never got to be a kid. Oh boy. Yikes. Yeesh. I think you could be a functioning adult and play Pokemon and be fine. Yeah. As long as it's not crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's Pokemon. Yeah. Anything in excess. Yeah. Do do whatever you want, guys. Like, it's weird. So it's twenty twenty. Like do whatever. Like whatever it takes to fucking get by. Like yeah. Just whatever. Relax. Just don't spit in people's food. Yeah, it's weird. Like, that's you can't do that. That's not allowed. It's just, it's not, it's too thick, Brad. I need to loosen it up. And I've been standing here for about well, two minutes you, you got the rest collecting saliva in my mouth uh, to where I'd have enough to actually. Water or milk? I should collect it in the no, bottom of my mouth. No, wait, I got, wait a minute. That's how it works. Uh, no. It would take seconds to go over to the fucking sink and just get water in there. 
All, yeah, also just have your recipe right so it doesn't need extra moistening. Yeah, dummy. Weird. Weird. Ugh, worst cook. Weird. And friends, I, I maybe maybe you're not interested in trying the CBD oil. Um, I think you should because honestly, no negative effects, just positive ones. Um, but you know, maybe it's not for you. Maybe you want something. Uh, I don't know that something a little easier to get hold of. Something that's uh, more powerful in these uh, in these harsh COVID times. Something that can that can treat the air system of a school. Maybe you should try some. Banana. Don't know what banana oil is or what it does. Don't know what's in it other than the oil from a banana. Yeah. And potassium, I guess. That's the thing that you get from bananas most. Yeah. No clue. No clue. I, all I know is the guy's a black belt and uh, he knows about banana oil and he's willing to... I, I don't know. Was he pitching it for himself for a job? Well, like, he's definitely pitching... Yeah, I'll, f- I'll come. He was pitching from a place of authority because that's why he had, he had to like say, look, guys, I'm a black belt. So, you know, I'm disciplined for one. Could hold my own in a fight, too. Have definitely been in a fight three and one. That's that's also four. And I know a thing or two. I'm going to sneak up into those ducks and use my banana oil and make sure the air circulating right. Really, you just need to make sure you have the proper filters in place and routinely change them out. And that should be enough, I hope. But if you don't have the banana, the banana oil. But if you don't have the banana oil, how else is he going to... And I still don't understand if the banana oil was to test something or if it's a cure-all or I don't know what it does. My guess now is that it's a lubricant because the only way he can shimmy through the little uh, thing to get to the behind the filter in oh, the actual he, What he does ducks. is he covers himself in banana oil using his ninja skills yeah. to jump up into the, into the duct yeah. and then he can able to slide through because he's covered in banana oil and, and he's slippery. And the banana oil also acts as a sticky substance for the virus to catch onto and the air flows uh-huh. through but mm-hmm, but if it's not mm-hmm. sticky though brad he will add his own spit because he, he right. eats enough banana oil on just a regular basis or is in contact with it enough to where his saliva is at least like one part banana okay. oil itself <laughs> it's a very interesting and unique strategy and look normally that stuff wouldn't fly but it's florida and also we're in desperate times so who knows sure. what you guys were gonna agree to <laughs> I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Gotta get these schools open. Of course. So get that banana oil. Get it. Like what? I can you? What do you? This is like banana oil. Like I gotta, I gotta know. What if it's like, wicked expensive. Like that's a great question. Um, this guy makes and bottles his own banana oil. It's an adult hobby, Brad. Maybe you've heard of it. It's uh, let's see. Uh, blah 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 blah. Infusing spirits is definitely an adult hobby, and not in a bad way. Just saying that's something that's definitely an adult hobby. Um, oh, Urban Dictionary, um, according to Urban Dictionary, um, it's insincere or nonsense speech. That's a bunch of banana oil. He poured banana oil in her ear, telling her flattering sweet lies to lure her heart. Well, that's a weird. He's just pouring some banana oil in her ear. <laughs> Regular banana oil situation. So is that what he was talking I'm about? I'm just slipping and sliding on this sweet, sweet banana oil. Hmm. Well, you can buy some, uh, $15. Um, for like for for one ounce of damn. banana oil, um, from uh, Zephon Professional Choice for air sampling equipment, huh? Friend, we've been huh. talking nonsense about something we didn't even know about. Maybe maybe this is a thing. I don't think it's a thing. Respiratory fit testing banana oil. This is this a real thing? I guess so, friend. You thought it was crazy when I said he would lubricate uh, himself through those things, and it would also help get the virus to stick. 
I mean, I when you hear him talking, Trost, you will think he's crazy. <laughs> I mean, when he said it's not common knowledge that banana oil is used for any sort of like aerosol ta- like any type of like air sampling anything so he definitely sounded insane in whatever audio you yeah. play it's it sounded to me like he was pouring banana oil in my ear <laughs> i think if everyone to stop a conversation i'm just gonna volunteer that guys look i got a, i got one ounce of banana oil right here let's just get to the let's get to it listen everybody's been talking a lot and i know you've been pouring a lot of banana oil in my ear and listen i'm done with it all right I'm calling it right here stop pouring that banana oil in my ear excuse me well, I'm sorry? Hmm? What? What? What was that about banana oil? I said I'm sick of it. I'm sick of you pouring banana oil in my ear. I I, I haven't poured anything in your Ah enough of you. Fooey. Get out of here. <laughs> Fooey is an excellent word to use in the same sentence. <laughs> that needs to come back. Yeah, Fooey is something. I need Fooey to I need Fooey to come back. I think if 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 Joe Biden and Donald Trump debate on stage I would almost bet money that at some point Joe Biden would say, oh, fooey. Yeah. <laughs> That's a word like, he would yeah. use. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, there's I, I, 50% chance that Joe Biden says the word fooey uh, before the election. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. No, I would almost say 75% chance. Okay. All right. Well. We're not actually right. making bets right don't, now. Don't, don't, don't pour banana oil in my ear, friend. Uh, <laughs> you say, I say 50, you say 75. So if he says it, uh we you both, win, I guess. Win. I don't we know how like, this works. I don't know how this. I don't know how this betting works. Um, but somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. So you're stronger on 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 Fooey than I am. Would would Fooey um, make would if if he used the word Fooey at least once in a prominent speech or something or an interaction where it kind of blew up and the it came hot for a minute and then it got back into the culture to where people started saying the word Fooey a lot. Uh, no, you it you still wouldn't vote for him. I, I, there's there's no scenario where I vote for Joe Biden. But it's not going to make you just he, a little bit more like okay. He, no. he could pour banana oil in my ear all day long directly. <laughs> I'm not. Funnel it in. I'm not. He could put put a funnel up to my ear and let Joe Biden just hose me down with banana oil, and I will not vote for it. He wouldn't need a funnel. He's he's mastered the art of getting really close to someone's ear and like speaking into it or nibbling oh, on it or whatever the fuck he does. Just letting that banana oil drip. He's just letting that yeah. Banana oil drip. Slow drip. I'm not moistening uh, this food with spittle. I'm always moistening it with banana oil. Gross. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No. It's bad. Don't open the schools.